glory. Hallelujah. Welcome Praise back. the Lamb. How's it going, Rebecca? Good, good. It's good to see everyone today. Bless you guys. Have a good weekend. Tuning in and rapturing again. Amen. It's nice to catch up with everyone. If you want to just leave in the comments what you did this weekend. All right. Unless it was sin, then I don't want to hear about it. Amen. Yeah, just be washed today and learn to live closer to the angel of Shekinah, your heavenly mother, Jerusalem. No one can serve Yadavav Jesus Christ unless they love Jerusalem. As it's written, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I longed to brood over you like a mother hen. But they were not willing. So we just pray that you're all willing tonight. Willing for what? For Messiah to do a work in your hearts, in your minds, in your souls, even in your bones and marrow. A great holy work that is done invisibly but made visible through your flesh and bones and blood to deliver you from all the power of the evil one. Why? Because the devil is a liar. That's why. And Jesus Christ is victorious over all ten forms of sorcery that are in the world. Tens, ten forms of witchcraft, brother. What are you talking about now? Listen. Let he who has ears to hear, hear what the Spirit of God says to the churches. I have worked for your father Laban all these years, and he has changed my wages ten times. Genesis Torah. Jacob speaking to Rachel in the Bible. That is Torah. I have worked for your father all these years, and he has changed my wages ten times. Now you know Laban is one of the greatest sorcerers who ever lived. He was famous, if you studied Jasher and ancient Judaism, he was famous as the greatest warlock in the entire universe. He is the grandfather of Balaam and the great-grandfather of Janes and Jambres of Egypt. Okay, So it's through that bloodline that sorcery was perfected in the world. And that blood, uh, bloodline is Cain. If you're taking notes tonight, the bloodline of Laban and the ten forms of witchcraft that are in the world is the bloodline of Cain. It's not redeemable at all. Not at all. It must be anathemaed into the lake of fire. In Jesus' name, it's a spiritual bloodline because it's a spiritual sin. As it's written, Cain's father was Lucifer Satan, the accuser, mm -hmm. a fallen angel. Peter, it is written, apostolic mm -hmm. scripture. So it means that that whole segment of the wicked warlocks and sorcerers and witches, those who manipulate all lights and sounds and senses and times and seasons and all wrongdoing that's in the world, came through when Cain chose to have Satan, Samael, as his father. He didn't have to. Jesus came to Cain. If you read the Torah, Jesus Christ, the angel of Yadivave, that's Jesus Christ pre-incarnate. Okay? So the pre-incarnate Christ is the angel of Yadivave, mentioned literally 300 times in the Old Testament. If you read the Bible, you know that. So, he said to Cain, you can, 
do this, that, and the other thing. He offered him repentance. He offered him forgiveness. He said, you can stay in this family. But Cain refused to humble himself and refused to serve the Lord. And by hardening his, his heart, he was the first one to die in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And for those bloodlines being spiritual, that biblical precedent is Matthew 3, verse 9, uh, where Jesus himself said, this is red letter, And do not think you can say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones, God can raise up children for Abraham. So the inheritance is based on the sapphire stones, Mm -hmm. as it is written, and not necessarily just a physical bloodline. So that's already established. There's neither Hebrew nor Gentile in Christ. It is written. New Torah of the apostles of the Lamb. So when you have wisdom, you can understand old Torah, which is Moses, to fulfill it. And if you're not fulfilling it, you're not growing in wisdom. There's literally zero wisdom. The Bible says that I have not come to do away with old Torah, but to fulfill old Torah. And Jesus, the Messiah, said in another place that the Torah of Moses would be your judges. And Moses would be your judges. Why? Because they refused Messiah as their judge. So the law ground them into powder and destroyed them from the face of the earth. For hundreds and hundreds of years, they were scattered across the whole world. Many of them were just executed. If you study the diaspora, what happened in the rejection of Messiah, everyone that was remaining in Jerusalem in 70 AD was crucified alive, men, women, and children, by Titus of Rome under the authority of Caesar. Okay, so that's called church history. So if you reject Messiah, guess what you get? Totally destroyed and obliterated. Now, it it was quickened in his first coming because he had just come with all his glory. Now, we he went away and then people came and started taking over things here and we just don't have any fear of God at all anymore because we haven't seen Herod split open and eaten by worms. We haven't seen all the judgments of the book of Acts of the black cloud. You know, you actually have. You have, but the senses are so deadened because of the iniquity inside the believer's hearts because they're not God inside minded. They're not based on the hidden person of the heart. They're external. They're bewitched. They have their ruah as a, as a seat and a throne for the fallen angels, much more so than their ruah soul as a seat and a throne of the angel of Shekinah, Yadavave, Holy Spirit, maker of heaven and earth. And so because of a lack of enthronement of 1 Corinthians 6.19, your body being the temple of one Holy Spirit who is Mother Jerusalem, and because you don't serve and love Jerusalem as your mother, therefore you have other spirits mothering you. Jezebel and Lilith, mainly through the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh, and even religion. People will tell me oftentimes when I deal with the Academy of Youth, for there are only two schools. There is the Academy of the Youth in Christ, and there is the Academy of Enoch. That's it. There's only two schools in all Christendom for all time. It has been established. The the Academy of Youth, which is where almost all of you are at, And a couple of you who've ascended through circumcisions of your heart, your inner man, are in the Academy of Enoch. And you'll remain in that Academy forever. Amen. Weeks without end. It is written. First Enoch. So, 
These academies of teaching the word of God and the glory of God and the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven of Yarevave, who is the only God, the Father of Jesus Christ, the Messiah, these things come forth to shred that stuff in your heads, to shred that iniquity. What we need is to be plowed like a field. Jesus said the human spirit is a field that receives the word of God as seed. Now, because this is the generation of iniquity, and there is so much iniquity in this room right now, it's insane. And I'm not saying that to condemn you, but the opposition to my righteousness that I'm facing in this broadcasting studio is startling to me from this audience. It's not even minor, it's major. You guys are hosting principalities and making my job exceedingly difficult tonight, and I don't appreciate that. You need to rend your hearts and not your garments. A lot of you are harboring stuff inside your heart that is anti-Christ, anti-apostle, and anti-kingdom, and you've never been shredded and plowed in your heart. Now the Lord God Almighty would say to you, I am going to plow your hearts because you desire the things of God in your head, but you resist sacrificing the field of your spirit in your heart, and that's why there's so much demonic involvement in this generation and in RLM Minneapolis and all over the world. The generation of iniquity is, is prophesied in this generation from many, many prophets of old in ancient times, and guess what? You're it. Guess what? So were we. Mm-hmm. So were we. And what did we do? We got plowed by the word of God, mm-hmm. as it's written in Isaiah. The Yadevave is a threshing sledge mm-hmm. with teeth. It is written, a threshing sledge with mm-hmm. teeth that plows the hidden person of the heart to receive Torah as seed for new fruitfulness to come from the Spirit. And so only through constant seed time and harvest, through the hidden person of the heart, is the inner person circumcised to a level that emits Shekinah glory, Mm -hmm. true light, and totally denies the self-righteousness of false light that's in human blood. The abomination that causes desolation, the spirit of Antichrist, is the human blood pretending, playing the hypocrite, the play actor, to be Jesus' bloodline. And so that's what the religious spirit is. It's self-righteousness, self-justification is the mark of Cain and Judas Iscariot, and if you don't wage war against it in yourself, because you're only at Mm -hmm. war against yourself, you're not at war against me, you're not at war against the apostles, the apostles are at war against an Adamic nature that has yet to be circumcised Mm -hmm. from most of your hearts in this place tonight. Right, and those iniquities that he's speaking of, those are the iniquities that it's written in the Old Testament are inscribed upon the bones that's producing death instead of life, right? Because the life comes, what the life is in the blood, the nefesh soul is in the blood, it is written. That's your vitality. That's your ability to wake up every day and breathe and walk and move around. That's good. Let the demons come up to the surface. Just put your hand on your spirit. Yes. Put your hand on your spirit. Get delivered tonight. Yep, fresh Don't fire. Don't hold it in yep. and try to look a certain way. Yep. Get it all flushed out of your bowels. Tonight's tonight, yep. Lips. Get it flushed out of your bowels. There's tons of angels here for deliverance, so I just released a deliverance angels in Jesus' name. That's right. If you feel it come up, it's good just to cough it out, getting cleaned up. Out of up. your blood, yep. out of your heart, your brain, Yep. and the thoughts of your spirit man judged. Hebrews 4.12 mm-hmm. That's deliverance in your thought life. That's your spirit, mm-hmm. man. Yep. 
So it's really good. Just let the word go into your spirit and just agree with the word and agree with the holy angels and keep that hand right on your belly and just let that uh, fresh glory recycle. And don't just have a drink and be a mocking demon. Mm -hmm. Don't just toke the ghost and be a mocking toker. You know, there needs to be reverence and honor towards Metatron and towards the angel of Shekinah. If you are outside the city gates throwing parties and drinking the things from inside the city gates, you are the biggest whores in Babylon. And that is what most of the drunken glory movement has been, truth anyhow. Before you're even sealed with heavenly Jerusalem in your forehead, celebrating the things of the marriage supper of the Lamb, but you're not even in it because you're not even circumcised of heart and mind, and you're mostly human. Do you understand what an abomination that is? I mean, what are you celebrating? You need to get your whole heart. There is a time for a celebration. (laughs) Amen. This, This is what the Word of God is tonight. Make your heart a field that the angels who who know how to plant and uproot and do seed time and harvest, don't harden the field mm-hmm. of your heart with rocks. Hardening your heart at this level of apostolic Shekinah is deadly. Is deadly. You'll actually get demonized seven times worse. You won't be with us next month if you harden your hearts tonight. It's not going to be possible. Soften your hearts and allow the angels mm-hmm. of the upper garden of Eden to plow. Okay, think the parable of the sower sowing seed. This is Jesus Christ in the red letters. The only way to be transfigured, to be energized, to be imparted the grace of the Lord Jesus is by receiving the word of God. And for you that are seeking the pleasures of God apart from the holiness of God, you're devils. You that are seeking a certain feeling instead of certain uh, seeking a certain person, you're devils. You're evil. You need to ser- you need to seek and serve the Holy Spirit and burn your feelings and emotions. Oftentimes from self-idolaters, I hear this thing, you make me feel. What? Mm-hmm. That's the Academy of Youth speaking folly. Yep. You make me feel. Now, this is how often people discern things as God or the devil. If you are basing things on your feelings and emotions, mm-hmm. especially of your nefesh soul, of and how your you're, ruah, and your ruah, ruah idolatry, ruah idolatry, and mm-hmm. nefesh idolatry yeah. of the lowest souls of animal form, if it's about the feelings and emotions of your ruah soul and your nefesh soul, you will never serve the Holy Spirit or the living God your whole life. Mm-hmm. Remember, the foundation of Christianity is denying yourself. Picking up your cross and following him. Not you, Mm -hmm. not your feelings, not your thoughts, not your emotions. Those are what Mm -hmm. die on the cross when you're following him. Now, you don't have physical crosses like Jesus did. Yours are prophetic crosses. Okay? It's heresy to beat Mm -hmm. yourself up. We did not receive a spirit of condemnation Mm -hmm. to be cursed again after receiving Christ. Romans 8, it is written. So you're not beating yourself up. You're beating demons up. You're beating every part of the foreskin that's uncircumcised up and off of your spirit, soul, mind, and flesh, and progressively being revealed the revelation of Jesus Christ from within you by the sword of the Spirit, which is what? The Holy Spirit and His sword that He is wielding today. 
He's in this place. Yad Hey Vav Hey is not distant from you. He's right here in your midst and in your hearts and in your minds and in your mouths. If you allow his flashing sword, what is his sword? His angels. So Holy Spirit's invisible, right? We serve the invisible God. It is written New Testament twice. Invisible. We make invisible through circumcisions of our heart. If he is still invisible and just hidden it deep down within, that means there's no circumcisions. Oftentimes, people are looking for previous seasons of manifestations to justify if it's God or not. You're wicked. The cloud moves. The fire and the pillar move. You're nowhere near the promised land. If you are stuck in the monument of old movements... You're dead in your sins today. As it's written, anyone who turns back and doesn't continue moving with me has no share of my kingdom. Red letters. Yep. Where is Red the only letters. Possible, where is the only possible place to turn back? A prior season. Yeah. Something of that the Holy Spirit did two years ago, four years ago, 20 years ago, 200 years ago. People are still quoting Smith Wigglesworth and Catherine Kuhlman. Now, we love them. We honor them as mothers and fathers. No doubt. That's elementary academy of youth material. You need to have those foundations. But also, you need to be moving and following the cloud and the pillar of Holy Spirit, angel of Shekinah today. Otherwise, you're opposing him and you'll find yourselves in the army of Satan, even though you love Smith Wigglesworth. Truth anyhow. Right. It's like a... I've seen it before where people will do things like they start heavily quoting something like John Paul Jackson, who is a real uh, who is a real believer. We're actually friends with him. I'm, I'm friends with him in the cloud of witnesses. I've seen him a couple of times in heaven and he got to be um, play one of my instructors in the demonstration for learning about uh, the element of time in the world of creation or the world of Berea. Uh, and that was it was like a foretaste of the world of Berea. And that was in Berea of Yetzirah. So, and there's been another, a couple other times that we've encountered him. So, but what happened was one of the students started really getting into disobedience, but covering it with studying, covering it with religion. So whatever it is that you're doing, it could be a good thing, as long as you're not covering sin with it. So what the student started to do was, quote, John Paul Jackson, again, we're friends with him in the Heavenly Witness. We recommend his yeah. videos. He's, if you need uh, impartation of dream interpretation, there's nobody better. He, I mean, he pioneered that. He has amazing videos. You can find him free on, on YouTube. That's an incredible skill. It was his do, his duty, his I'll job. I'll tell you this, streams ministries, that mantle wasn't passed down within that ministry. It's not mm -mm. there. Just like with Morningstar. <clears throat> it ain't there with whoever took Rick's place. He doesn't even have one-tenth of the same mantle. And you should obviously see that, and it's not a dishonorable thing. It just ain't there. The Holy Spirit moved to doing something mm -hmm. else. He's trying to get people up on sapphire stones. So the ministries that we're talking about, the established prophetic mm -hmm. of the last generation that are either dead or retired right now, mm -hmm. which is true, you need to understand that the cloud and the pillar have moved because of their voices mm -hmm. to where they prophesied. Yes. The latter. The rungs, the stairway. They just had mm -hmm. a sign and wonder in Tennessee yeah. this week. I shared the picture in the RLM Facebook group. The whole sky over this Tennessee city this week turned into stairs. Not photoshopped. It's real clouds that are stairs. 
This is going to become continuous in the mm-hmm. signs and wonders in these days like Moses. Where that generation mm-hmm. saw more signs and wonders than any generation in the history of the world. Why? Signs in the heavens above, wonders on the earth below. Why? Because God is conquering the heavens. And by conquering the heavens, by those who walk on sapphire stones, signs and wonders are automatically following those who believe at that archangel level in the angelic rungs. So because there's a circumcision and a healing of the luminaries as prophesied in First Enoch happening right now through chiefly Red Letter Ministries and honestly no one else in the whole world, we wish it was everyone else in the whole world because then you would not have sin in the world anymore. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be strife in there would literally, ministries. Yeah. You would have heaven on earth and that's not an exaggeration or a boast in self. It's the truth anyhow. Mm-hmm. If you had every ministry preaching, teaching, and walking in the same things Rebecca and I preach and teach and walk in, the nations would be completely different right now. You would not have corruption. You would not have deep state. But as you can see, most believers are fighting us as the devil instead of fighting the actual devil. Because of iniquity in your hearts, you are still the enemies of the apostolic instead of the enemies of the clippeth. And that's not our fault. That's your fault because you are in covenant with them. Which means you have to plow your heart to get those covenants with those enemy altars of the clippeth, of all the sins in your heart, the jealousies, the iniquities, the, the, per, the person of your spirit that is attached to the other side. At Gavura and Dat. And dat which means your actions from Gavura, your, your thoughts from Dat, are continuously influenced by the demonic for wrongdoing. Now, it's not everyone. There is a remnant. There is a small remnant that is refreshing to the apostle of the man, Jesus, at age 33 in the flesh. Very small remnant. And if you think it's you, it's probably not. It's probably not. It's probably pride. But the remnant that's refreshing to him are the ones in whom his God sperm genetics, his Torah, have gestated as a living creature and consumed the old creature. In the hidden person of the heart. So they're fully God inside minded, and the fully God inside mindedness has matured in the angel likeness of Yadevave, angel of Yadevave, who is who? The Spirit of Jesus Christ, Book of Acts. We followed the angel of Yadevave, Jesus Christ, from city to city, Acts of the Apostles. It is written. Hello? Yep. And on the word of conscience here, I have a verifying, uh, verifying that word with this scripture. Galatians 6, verse 5 through 6. Every believer is ultimately responsible for his or her own conscience. Those And those who are taught the word must share all good things with their teacher. And so that word about conscience, every believer is ultimately responsible for his or her own conscience. And why we're talking about conscience is that is the seat of iniquities. And those iniquities, like we've talked about in the Old Testament, those are the inscriptions on the bones that the prophets of the Old Testament wrote about that produce death in the blood, in the bones, right? Because the blood is produced in the bone marrow that's encased in the bone. So if there are engravings of iniquity, when you do iniquity... Right, Christian iniquity is very common. 
that's what's written on your bones and it produces death instead of life which the hebrew word for life is chaim mm-hmm. or chaim you know wow. and if you take the root of that word you'll get um, where you have the word chaya coming from which means life so you know it's a full of life and then after being you know a spring of life you're going to become a life giving spirit that second adam that's the yuchita the first adam and then the second adam that'd be nice to find that uh that scripture the first adam mm. to the second adam yeah. the life-giving spirit we might get to that in it a, is written it is written uh, yeah we'll look at that here in a minute but the the iniquities on the bones uh the majority of your traversing through the world of Isaiah. let's maybe let's look at the picture in case anyone's just joining us for the first time today or if this is their first video or if you just need a refresher you're traversing through that first world at the bottom left of Isaiah is essentially your repentance from iniquity, which means the Amen. iniquities of your spirit, of your ruah, right? Especially spirit-filled believers. You can do iniquity with a nefesh, but especially we tend to see the iniquities of Christians who have ruah where the Ruah has become their God, they've become their own God. When the ego gets intertwined with the Ruah, instead of the Ruah being circumcised, sanctified, and glorified to reflect the glory of the Ruach HaKadosh, which is its intended purpose of creation, at the renewal, the refreshing of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the infilling, the evidence of speaking in tongues, the purpose is that you go up the ladder. When Anna Roundtree had her experience in Heaven Awaits the Bride, she was told by the angels of heaven that every true believer knows where the staircase is. Amen. And so it, it's not just an optional additional thing. It's something you must go through. We know where the staircase is. Come and see. Right there, on the top of conquering the 666 of your forehead, which is the human nature and all of its false love and religious sorceries, when that when you've waged the good mm-hmm. Christian warfare against that wickedness of the fallen angels and those pretenders and those liars, and all their seed is burnt out of you by the seed of the Word of God, Jesus Christ, in your hearts and minds, then the stairway will appear. The stairway should be in your appearance, in your vision, when you grow up in a good church. Because it's in the Bible. Jacob's Ladder, Song of Songs, Stairway. Um, you read about the come up here in Revelation 4.1. And if, if you didn't have true biblical teaching from prophets and apostles... They probably just lied to your lied to you your whole Christian lives, and so all of that has mm-hmm. to come out of you. A lot of that that has grown inside you mm-hmm. is why the iniquity is so fierce in you, mm-hmm. opposing the true apostolic. Yeah, maybe we can look at the Sapphire Worlds chart. That one, uh, so we can take a closer look at these sapphire stones. I really want you to understand your entire journey through the first world of Isaiah 
which you can look at on the left, that's a representation of a breakdown of what each of the worlds looks like. Each world, it's comprised of Malkut through Keter. So as you're going up the rungs, whether you're just trying to complete the circumcision on Malkut, or on Yasad, Had, or Netza, or Tiferet, or, you know, Gevra, and so on, all of these rungs, all of these sapphire stones of the first world of Asaya, you essentially need to ask yourself and ask God, what do I need to cease from doing, saying, or thinking in a way change my behavior, my thoughts, to align with the word of God, to cease from doing iniquity. That first world, you learn how to stop Amen. doing iniquity. And I'm speaking from experience. It's the foundations of Christianity, y'all. Yes. So it's cleansing your conscience. That's why when Bob Jones said, fly into the sun, he also was teaching and preaching about cleansing your conscience. You need to have a sparkling conscience. That's why his focus was on those items. Those were the hints. He talked about going into the sun and the butterflies, you know, eagle flying into the sun. Mm -hmm. His job was to give those hints for you so that you can get a clean conscience. Because it's also written that the iniquities become the scars that become the ropes that tie up your conscience. So look that up in the New Testament, as in the Passion Translation, look at it at the Amplified Classic. Do a little study there if you need to get a little bit more of a grip on what iniquity really is. Probably go back through the master class until you're walking on sapphire stones. Yeah. But what you have to understand is your whole first world focus is overcome iniquity in yourself. Amen. Because all the you know the attacks will come. So you have to have your tool belt. You need to have prayer, forgiveness, the sword, the shield, full armor. You so need hell it. is only trying to waste your mm -hmm. actions, which is your money and your time through Gavura in your your hands, mark mm -hmm. the beast in the hands, and then dot in the forehead, thought life. So understand that's the only place ranged attack from constellations and planets, Saturn and mm -hmm. Mars, are trying to take you out through the demonic influence of the fallen angels of the one-third that fell. If you can... Put on the armor mm -hmm. of God or be under apostolic authority, it'd be a thousand times easier for you. But the problem is there's so much pride in this generation. They'd rather get beat up by devils and killed. I've seen it a hundred thousand times already. than actually just come into Mother Jerusalem and live a blessed life under angelic authority. Right? That's mostly mm -hmm. what you've seen so far is just people destroying themselves out there in the Klippeth under Mars and, and Saturn strikes of black lasers that come from fallen angels in their thrones and constellations and planets that just eat you up. And you just wonder what happened. Well, the Bible says in Revelation, the sun will no longer strike the ones that are in the marriage supper of the Lamb. Well, if you're not in the marriage supper of the Lamb, which is in union with the angel of Shekinah, mm -hmm. you're struck by planets and constellations constantly to do wrong with your hands and think wrong with your thoughts, and that's why you people are bombed, and it just reveals mm -hmm. you've never submitted to apostolic authority mm -hmm. yet in your lives. Truth and yeah. Now, remember, iniquity is you're sinning with your spirit, or in this case, you're sinning with your ruah. Your ruah soul, that's your spirit, your ruah. Why is it soul? Well, we're going back into 
the interpretation of Moses and the explanation. What that is, is when Moses came down, he brought those things that are written down, and then he spoke about about them. He elaborated. He preached. He didn't just read what he had written. Mm-hmm. He taught on it. Amen. So, and that's what he did. He taught um, Aaron separately. So there was a private teaching. The you know the inner circle of Moses. Who like I'd, I'd have to go and look at the scrolls again, but I'm pretty sure that Aaron is was likely the only person who got one on one with Moses. And notice how. Maybe it's not a little Bezalel. Right, a little Bezalel. Maybe like, probably Bezalel, yeah. Bezalel was one of the baddest yes. dudes yeah. in the in the Bible, if you read it. The Spirit the of God and the Spirit of Wisdom were so strong in Bezalel that he pounded the gold that was animated by the Shekinah God for a thousand for fourteen hundred years that emanated all the the glory of the covenant. Bezalel. Mm-hmm. Really powerful. Yeah, if you're into any kind of, you know, whether it's woodworking or goldsmithing or working with your hands, go through and look up all the Bezalel scriptures and get that uh, anointing. Do you guys know who Bezalel is? The goldsmith of Moses that built Mm -hmm. the ark. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of rich wisdom uh, there for practical applications when you're working with your hands or you're working at your job, your profession, whatever that is. So that's there. Really excellent anointing. So... The iniquities coming off of your bones, how are you going to do that? We're talking about Asaya being the realm where you learn to stop doing iniquity. You learn to stop sinning with your spirit, which means you get unbound from the scars. What are the scars? It says that the scars are the iniquities that turn into the ropes that bind up your conscience. That's when you have a seared conscience and you can't tell that you're sinning. You don't feel it. You don't feel that conviction in your spirit anymore because you're bound up by iniquity. So it's a scarred conscience. We're confronting all ten forms of sorcery that are in the world that Laban Mm -hmm. practiced. Thus he changed Jacob's wages ten times. Mm -hmm. Genesis, it is written. So why are there ten weeks in one Enoch? Because each corresponding world of conquering and overcoming cancels and consumes the other Mm -hmm. side's ability of sorcery okay Mm -hmm. so that's all you got to overcome but the first world is iniquity Mm -hmm. which is in your spirit to get your spirit Mm -hmm. man transfigured and you can do it easily it's not even hard and if you love jesus it'll be the only thing that you do with your time and your attention and your thought life but if you love idols and you love yourself and you love everything else except the Holy Spirit, Mother Jerusalem. You'll never change in your spirit after believing in Jesus. You just become a bewitched demon like Jezebel, right? And that's why you got a whore of Babylon in the book of Revelation, because these people never loved Jesus more than the world or the religion of self and the religion of soul. You can see how they react to the circumcision of the heart and to the plowing of the hidden person of the heart. Guys... How often have you seen it? Thousands and thousands of times. They weep and gnash their teeth Mm -hmm. and go insane at the thought of changing their spirit for the apostolic. They go into every witchcraft excuse of why they don't have to change their heart. We don't Mm -hmm. serve man. We serve God. Your God's a demon. Mm -hmm. Your God's a demon. Truth anyhow. So 
people have to get back into apostolic order. You know, this is the, the season right now where the ancient Christianity is restored in modern times. What you have down here is not Christianity. It is a form of paganism, even with the Ruah soul, with all the gifts of the Spirit. It's not real Christianity. I tell you the truth, knowing the apostles, understanding the first 500 years of Christianity, what you have in 2023 in American Christianity isn't the same religion. It's not the same religion. How you read that New Testament book is not even... 1% of how it was read when the Mm. apostles were present in their churches 2,000 years ago. You're bringing black orbs up to the surface. That's good. Good. I want you guys to be healed and cleansed from the 1,500 years of the 10 forms of sorcery that Laban has brought and his offspring have brought into Christianity Mm -hmm. to turn it into the Horror of Babylon so that you can be saved. Mm -hmm. Because what they've done is completely polluted the covenant religion like they did with Judaism when the Messiah came in his first coming. They've done the same thing with Christianity in the second coming with all 10 forms Mm -hmm. of sorcery with 10 worlds of the Klippeth mm-hmm. that go all the way up to the 10th world of Lucifer, Satan, the Antichrist. And it's all going to be taken out. But you guys need to be safe right now because mm-hmm. you're with pioneers that are taking it out, predestined, foreordained. All right? So in order to be safe, you have to come out of that 1,500 years of false Christianity that the Antichrist, what is the Antichrist called? He will come and change the times and seasons. We know from church history... The times and seasons and calendars and events were changed at exactly 500 A.D. by the Pope in Rome, where all the apostles were murdered brutally. Okay, So we know that the Antichrist was in Rome murdering the apostles. If you know church history at all, that's what happened. Now, the Roman principality, the prince of Rome, and that wicked spirit in Rome is continuously involved in all Christianity around the world through sorceries. Mm -hmm. And you are affected. The charismatic church is the most under attack because you're the closest from discovering the true ancient form of Christianity, and that's why you have so much spiritual warfare. Truth and yeah. So the spiritual warfare doesn't always mean that you're in the right path. It could just be a distraction too because they're very intelligent demons. They'll do anything to lie and deceive so it's, you can cause a bunch of problems and say I'm persecuted. No, you're just completely lost in hell. They had problems in the wilderness wandering around. They weren't even close to the promised land. They weren't doing anything right. So that's not confirmation you're doing anything right. The confirmation that you're doing something right is circumcisions, mm-hmm. seed time and harvest of the inner man with a greater fruitfulness of Shekinah glory through the seed of the word of God growing in your hearts, growing in Torah, is the confirmations. If you have a confirmation outside of the word of God omitting Shekinah, you're into the false prophetic. Right. Remember, Hebrews demand signs and wonders. Give us a sign and we'll believe you're the Messiah. That's mm-hmm. what the Antichrist said to the Messiah, mm-hmm. right? Give us something that we can tangibly receive in our senses and our selfishness of our souls, then we will mm-hmm. believe. No sign will be given you except Mm -hmm. Jonah, which means you'll be terminated into the grave by the big Mm -hmm. fish, which is Leviathan, because you're word twisters, Mm -hmm. Torah twisters. Right. You know, I was watching, it reminds me of Maleficent. I was watching Sleeping Beauty a little bit last night, and that was really fun. What was interesting was her tower, it literally looks a lot like Jezebel's tower in reality. Green slime everywhere. Yeah, and uh, 
what was interesting was uh, they called it her the narrator whoever is you know narrating calls the curse her prophecy <laughs> and i was like wow yeah so the uh, the curse the demonic curse the jezebelic purse uh, curse right curse against your purse usually mm, yeah. and uh that demonic curse of balaam it's usually a prophecy right balaam was Raise a false their prophet angels. just cleanse the yeah. demonic fine <sighs> yeah just let that false prophet be cut down so the curse is a false prophet it's a false prophecy of jezebel's tower or the higher levels red and white and black magic but i want you to write this down okay mm. so go ahead and get ready to write this down i want you to write this down or type this up this will help you be sober, vigilant, for the devil goes around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Mm -hmm. Apostolic doctrine. Yep. Some of you are devoured in his belly. That's why you can't hear me. All right. So go ahead and write this down. Doing iniquity makes you subject to sorcery. Again, doing iniquity makes you subject to sorcery. So when you sin in your spirit, which means you're usually th gonna think that you're doing the right thing, you're gonna think you're doing God's false will. False love. False love, false prophecy. What you're doing, when you sin with your ruah, you become a seat for the demons instead of the Holy Spirit. But the gifts remain because as it's written, the gifts of the spirit are without repentance, which means that the holy dove could have flown the coop Oftentimes, you know, the tongues actually goes into demonic tongues. Demonic tongues. You still pray in tongues, but now you just pray in demonic mm -hmm. tongues. And we have a apostolic precedent from uh, Bobby Connor had an experience, and this is a very long oh, time ago, so it's been around. This has been press, spiritual precedent for a long time in the prophetic, and you know, even in the apostolic. I would say Bobby Connor, he had a church age apostolic anointing. Some of the stories that he's he's given. Oh, for sure. And because uh, he's, a, I don't know, he, I love him a lot. He's so much love. Total pioneer. He total pioneer of his generation. Really, and uh, so what he did was he saw a lady, and he had the discernment. The Holy Spirit let him know that even though the lady was on the prayer team, she was praying in tongues, tongues, the gift of tongues, and it was demonic. He came over and he commanded her. Uh, basically to unveil like what that was and she had she confessed that she was cursing him big church and several hundred pentecostals several hundred glory stream charismatic <laughs> christians couldn't tell demonic tongues from holy spirit tongues that's how bad it is out there the pastor was horrified well obviously who wouldn't be horrified if that happened to and you the pastor says church? what are we gonna do yeah, well you can start with taking her off the prayer team <laughs> you had witches in all of your positions Probably of leadership the in the horror of babylon and you're in denial but the cross is still working it's wonder working power mm -hmm. yep. crucifying and annihilating the 10 forms of sorcery in the world so that you can be saved today through Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. In all of your lives, let the witches be taken off of the prayer team. Amen. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's good. That's no, good. No, some of you are like, well, I'm married to a witch. You, you might My be. My condolences. <laughs> no, we've seen it 
a thousand times. It's common. Oh, it's very common that the demonic assignment of the fallen angel is to get you interwoven with a false spouse. Because that idolatry there usually are the person's discernment is so often their academy of youth. They don't know how to make good decisions. Mm -hmm. And so, but here's the thing. Paul's dealing with that in all of his churches. And he says, as long as they're willing to be sanctified by your growth, stay with them. And that's a commandment. That's a new covenant commandment. As long as they're willing to be sanctified, which means overflowed and washed Mm -hmm. by your growth in Christ, you must stay with them. But if they are abusive, if they are practicing sorcery, sorcery is one of the greatest sins. The Mm -hmm. sin of sorcery is as great as adultery and murder, real murder, like serial killer murder. Sorcery is as serious a sin as murder, okay? So if those sins are being practiced by them consistently, you need to get away from them. You can't be around a more wicked, evil person that's practicing spiritual adultery, spiritual murder, and spiritual sorcery, especially through Clippeth Christianity. Mm -hmm. Clippeth Christianity is the religion, now listen to me, of the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. Clippeth Christianity will have all the signs and wonders. They'll be lying. Now why would they be lying? They don't point to the cross. There's no anathema of self. It's all selfishness, which is what a lot of you have as your current form of Christianity. And you justify you are influenced by the spirit of Antichrist. I already know that. That's why you're dealing with Messiah, because in that world, you deal with the Antichrist, Lucifer, Satan of Keter, of the 10th week, of the highest form of false light that you can't even imagine when you're in the lowest rung of Malkut of Messiah, in the lowest world. But what you can do is hear the teachings and the preachings from Mother Jerusalem, as it's written. These people were known to the apostles in Jerusalem, book of Acts. Which means if you are not known and approved by the apostles of Jerusalem, you're not in right standing with Jesus Christ at all. When you're out here in wilderness Christianity, it's all self-approval. Oh, but I have 20 years in the charismatic. You can't even do one Mm -hmm. act of humility to register and commit at Mm -hmm. rlm.tv. You're a demon. You are Mm -hmm. wicked and evil and slimy. Mm -hmm. Amen. lean, Lean not on your own wisdom. Lean not on your own understanding. You have to rely and lean on Jesus Christ, Bina and Hakma. You might be made up with a Bina and a Hakma that you get circumcised. Even after you have your own Bina and Hakma circumcised, you still can't lean on yours. You have to lean on his. Mm. It's really important. Otherwise, you'll just be in a higher level sorcery on sapphire stones and say, Look, I'm circumcised. Right. Then you get into Janus and Jambres, even though That's you're like, on the moon, yeah. which is, we've Don't already that. seen that before. We've already seen that this year. People getting sucked off uh, the supernal stones in the heavenlies when we teach ascension accurately and biblically through the cross, and they still get taken out by the enemy. That's why we have to lay down ancient apostolic foundations. The reason why we have the New Testament, the New Torah, at a at a level of understanding with the angel of Shekinah who inspired mm-hmm. the apostles who wrote it, okay? So we're coming with Mother Jerusalem, the angel of Shekinah. This isn't some kind of human teaching. Mm -hmm. This is our ideas. This is our red letter minute. Man, get a life. Mm -hmm. This is living in the prophetic for decades. 
decades and decades and decades with not having a self-life following the angel of Jesus Christ like the book of Acts because there's no other type of Christianity. It's not like that's the maturity. That's starting mm-hmm. Christianity. That's the school mm-hmm. of youth is becoming prophetic and following the angel of Yadeh with a group of like-minded believers that are carrying crosses and growing in Shekinah by becoming progressively more sanctified and obedient to the Word of God. Come on. We don't have apostolic foundations right now. So as all this stuff comes forth from Rebecca and I and those sanctified and glorified at certain levels of angelic protocol in the heavenlies, it's going to reintroduce to this generation ancient Christianity. Type that in the comments. Ancient Mm -hmm. Christianity. It's an ancient religion. It is a religion. There's angels materializing. It's the good religion. Mm -hmm. That good old religion of ancient Christianity, of the angel of Shekinah, the God I am, and all his angels. Zion, our father. Jerusalem, our mother. The Lamb of God, our Messiah, enthroned at the right hand of Zion, our father. Learning how to live a submitted life to the word, the spirit, his bloodline, and to those more sanctified and more mature on angelic rungs than us. I mean, people, when you have Apostle Paul near the end of his life scribing the book of Hebrews, the Leviticus of the New Testament, and he's talking about Jesus creating all the worlds, plural, and arranging them in order, that's a man standing on sapphire stones. Remember what Paul said in another place? That the promise of the new covenant would be to have celestial garments? Mm-hmm. Would be to be wearing sapphire stone, mm-hmm. gemstone skins? Not animal skins that the Father gave to Adam and Eve when they left the Shekinah. But what mm-hmm. the Lamb of God gives us as we shed these animal skins from the inside of our spirit, dealing with our iniquity, mm-hmm. outward, rung after rung, circumcision after circumcision, foreskin after foreskin, membrane after membrane, until God, not you, God permits you to advance to the next level, even in the earth, in mineral, plant, animal, and human being levels. Amen. Amen. Uh, If you remember, in the New Testament, the requirements for even being a deacon is that he must possess the mystic secret of the faith. That is the inheritance of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That is the believer's inheritance. The sons of Abraham, which means the sons of the Holy Kabbalah, because that was... To be a deacon in the first century, you Mm -hmm. had to be a mystic of faith. Mm -hmm. Big different than modern-day mysticism and Christian mysticism. Those are mystics Mm -hmm. of flake instead of mystics of faith yep and the mystic secret of faith is the realm of faith which is the sephirot amen amen so uh if we can maybe that's first timothy 3 9 they must possess the mystic secret of the faith christian truth as hidden from Mm -hmm. ungodly men with a clear Mm -hmm. conscience amen and also in the book of luke he refers to their oral tradition the oral instruction or he refers in writing to something that was taught orally that's not mentioned in the writing. Amen. So that's how Jesus taught his disciples as well. 
uh, if we're able to look at the new world's chart for a moment. So we've talked about the iniquities being inscribed on the bones that's producing death in your body currently. But not for long. Go ahead and type in the comments, not for long. All right, that's good. So that world of Isaiah, that's your repentance from iniquity, which means you learn how to cease from doing iniquity. That's putting on the brakes. Like, we're just going to stop doing iniquity and not behave. And that way anymore, you learn what it is. <laughs> you learn how to stop. You learn how to become obedient. That's the only way to do it is to go through the rungs. Okay? Now, so that's that's the realm of Isaiah. The higher you go up through the worlds, that's not just the repentance from doing iniquity. Once you're through the world of Isaiah, you're not a worker of iniquity anymore. Amen. So the higher realms are the removal of the records of iniquity from the sun, moon, stars, and eventually your bones. Mm -hmm. So part of the mitigating of that, we've talked about confessing your iniquities, confessing your sins in the presence of a Torah scholar, or especially the presence of a Zadik that has the power uh, based on their righteousness or what they've merited by going up, even by the unmerited grace of Jesus Christ, right? In the apostolic, you have to have both. You have to merit righteousness and you have to have the unmerited grace, truth, and righteousness of Jesus Christ. Lion so and lamb. You have to have both. What does that mean? Unmerited and merited. Yep. And so no matter what you merit, you must always say, you know, I am just an, I am just a servant of the Lord Most High. There's nothing that I can do to deserve it. But why am I going to do it? Because God requires it. That's true humility. My righteous one mm -hmm. who has merit is as bold as a lion. It is written. Amen. Until then, the boldness can't be there. because uh, what There's no if, confidence because it's just grace. They're barely even saved. Right. And by the time you get into the sun, you realize and understand how the righteous are barely saved. Mm. Amen. That there's It's a revelation. Okay, so that's the, the higher realms as you go up. So world of Messiah, you stop doing iniquity. And as you continue going up, you remove the records. So the celestial cosmic records. Best example of iniquity in this American Christianity mm. is like Judas Iscariot. Let's uh, sell the Porsche and give the money to the poor in Africa. Yep. Half of you would think that's a good thing. God says that's Judas Iscariot. You're the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. So that's how intense it is right now with the American church. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth anyhow. Yeah, the world of Isaiah, it's not meant to take a long time to go through that. It's just stop doing iniquity, essentially. But it's a process. It's circumcision, right? Rend your hearts and not your garments, which means... Get circumcised. Heart Riches are for those with merited righteousness. As it's written, all riches belong to mm -hmm. Jacob. Isaiah 60. Amen. It's also written in the book of First Enoch. He says, woe to the rich. Right, the rich, wicked. He addresses the wicked mm. rich. He said, woe to them. Why did he say woe to them? It says, because their riches give them the appearance of righteousness. What does that tell us? Mm. That the riches are supposed to be for the righteous. And there are woes that go to anyone who is wicked and rich. It's a woe to you. So if you have riches, but you're not walking in cosmic righteousness, Enoch was walking in cosmic righteousness. So he's understanding 
The riches are for the righteous. So you want to talk about wealth transfer. Unless you're walking in righteousness, you're not going to get any of the wealth transfer. Yeah. You have to go up. You'll lose your very life. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you're outside of the walls of Jerusalem, you won't even have breath. Common grace is removed from the whole world. And the wrath of the Lamb, which is the ability of the Lamb from within the realm mm-hmm. where the human spirit is, which is mostly iniquity in this American mm-hmm. church right now, that's where the wrath is coming from. From within the mm-hmm. realm, the hidden person of the heart realm is where the wrath will come from. So until, if that inner person is really circumcised, like at a Yassad level, and you have, you've overcome Jezebel and false love and the sorcery of religion and self-Christianity, and really have faced the Antichrist in your own spirit, soul, mind, and strength, and have leaned and relied on the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost as the angel of Shekinah to allow you to rise through the angel of Shekinah's word. Remember, Scripture is called mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's word. So don't read the word without the angel of Shekinah because that, you've, you've stolen mm-hmm. the Bible from God. That's God's mm-hmm. Bible. It is written. How the Holy Spirit inspired the prophets to write the Scriptures. It is written. Mm-hmm. Which means, so if you are in the Spirit, that's when you're in the Academy of the Youth. So when the Holy Spirit is on you, and He will never leave you, forsake you, and, mm-hmm. unless you leave and forsake Him. Right. Because the white dove will leave you. Yeah. He's very picky. Doves are oh, thank you for very picky. That. Doves are picky, and they do leave. And then you just have demons that just crapping on your head, mm-hmm. and you think it's the white dove, but you're just demon-possessed, mm-hmm. which is usually what happens. And then you go through the school of hard knocks instead of the school of the mm-hmm. academy of the youth, and you never learn the word, and you just end up being a mm-hmm. Christian witch of the horror Babylon. Yep. And that's why uh, a Christian worker of iniquity, one of their favorite Bible verses, is never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Yeah. Now, that verse is true, but here's the thing. You're a believer. You're in God's hands. He's never going to leave you. But you got up and left when you departed from righteousness. When you departed from the narrow way, he started you out on perfect Malkut. When you were born again, you started off on perfect Malkut. And then you just decide to do your own thing and not get circumcised when the correction comes. Nope. You know what iniquity is? And that's how it happens. Quoting scripture apart from the angel of Shekinah who wrote it. Mm -hmm. That's self-justification. That's self-condemnation. Your words will be your judges, it is written. So unless you're in right standing mm-hmm. with the angel of Shekinah who inspired the prophets, men, who wrote the word that you read in the New Testament, that word is actually what's killing you. As it's written, Moses will be your judge. Well, if Moses was your judge, don't you think the lamb will be your judge? Mm-hmm. You think the lamb is more lenient than Moses? The lamb was the angel of Yadavavai on Sinai that taught the law to Moses. It is written. The Lamb is not more lenient than Moses. The Lamb is for those that follow the angel of Yadavavah, the Spirit of Jesus Christ in the book of Acts, and are obedient to him. As it's written, he is the spirit of death to the dying and the spirit of life to the living. Second Corinthians chapter 2, it is written, Jesus Christ is the spirit of death to the dying. That's what the Bible says. That's apostolic doctrine that you don't hear in Jezebel's churches. Because... There is a line in the sand. And it is mm-hmm. that woman had to obey Messiah. Otherwise, he said something worse is going to happen to you. Why? Because you cross the line, the sin line, and your mm-hmm. accusers will devour you. You're not saved from the Satans to go back into the sin that belongs to the Satans. Mm-hmm. I've had demons say, 
that stuff belongs to me. I've heard demons audibly out loud say certain actions, activities literally belong to them as they were wrestling people in the courts of the Spirit. And oftentimes these things believers cling to and you think grace will abound in your lives when you have the contents in your hearts and minds and bodies and houses and cars and workplaces and your cities. And those contents are demon Mm -hmm. property. So divorcing the clippeth and marrying Mm -hmm. another, marrying Jerusalem. You Mm -hmm. have to marry Jerusalem. Otherwise, you can't even be a real Christian unless Jerusalem is what you have zeal for. Otherwise, you don't even understand the kingdom. Remember, the whole kingdom is called heavenly Jerusalem in the Bible. And we have a Christianity down here that's like, just live in the wilderness, live in the earth, and be moral. Live in the earth and just believe the right doctrine. And just read your Bible Mm -hmm. and do devotionals and pray. Mm -hmm. You're pagans. That's 1,500 Mm -hmm. years of paganism. That's not even ancient Christianity. Mm -hmm. That's not even remotely close. Teach us how to pray. What was the prayer? To be attached to the Father through the Son. Yours is the kingdom. What's the kingdom? Jerusalem. Yours is the power. What's the power? The angels. Yeah, the realm of the angels, which is Yetzirah. <laughs> the fire is the Yours love. is the glory. What's the glory? The throne, Zion. Bina. Zion, the Father. The center of the city is the Father's throne. Zion in the center of Jerusalem. Zion must be mm-hmm. your father. Jerusalem must be your mother. Mm-hmm. And the Lamb of God must be your Messiah. Otherwise, you mm-hmm. can't live in the glory. Amen. Amen. Yours is the glory. The world of Berea. The world of creation, the realm of the throne. Amen. You can feel it in this place, in the Academy of Youth. And um, and trust me, all this stuff that is dark and dead is condemned. Mm-hmm. But you will be spared because you're born again. The issue is you have your personality, your emotions, your thought life interwoven mm-hmm. with the Adamic dead that needs to be pruned by God the Father. Which What's God the Father? The mm-hmm. glory of Zion. Zion's glory. So you have to have a soft heart. Why does he require soft hearts? Because everything you cling to in the natural realm, he's going to cut away off of you. And if you have any other identity other than Jerusalem, Zion, and the Lamb, you're going to hold on to idols. They will drag you outside the city gates and your demons will be your judges. Truth and So it's better just to let the apostolic word go in and believe it and just let go of all those things. Just choose to be willing to change whether you have you know you feel you have the ability or not you have the ability to choose now grace there's been a lot of misunderstanding about grace grace is simply the substance that gives you the ability to choose your master Mm. so use it wisely if there's grace that's imparted to you that's the substance you can now use to choose today who you will serve now if you abuse the grace which means you use that grace and thought, oh, instead of, you know, instead of realizing it was a time of tolerance until the season came to address that current issue that God wants to remove that thing, instead of understanding that was just a time of tolerance, you thought that God, was God accepting your beliefs, thoughts, and actions in your ways. So what happens was you abused that grace, you took the substance and used it to choose a different master. Then you went into captivity in that area of your life. So at that point, you don't have grace because you already gave the grace to the demons. Yeah, you have witchcraft. Now, yeah. So what do you... Ten forms of sorcery under Laban. 
a lot of the wise prophets, um, the last prophets that we've had around, like Bob Jones, and you know those who are close to him, they have a great wisdom of praying, praying, we're consuming and Moloch asking, tonight as well. Yeah. You're praying, pray against Moloch, mm -hmm. and asking for the grace to repent. You need grace to repent. So a lot of the repentance, if you're finding it hard to repent, this is something that worked for me. This is something that's been recommended by Bob Jones and those close to him was you need grace to repent. So if you've already, the last time you got grace, you used that substance that gives you the ability to choose your master and you gave it to the wrong entity, you know, out of ignorance, pride or whatever, whatever sin it was, you need grace. So pray and ask to receive grace to be able hmm. to repent. And if it, you could it, let it break your heart, you might have to cry. Oh, yeah. the, the gate of tears Lots is of open. Crying. Lots of crying. Lots of sorrow. You'll cry, Rend your heart. You'll cry rung after rung. Yeah. It's wonderful. And so you need grace. And when you ask, and it says you ask and keep on asking, knock, you know, ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, and there's a, there's a disclaimer in there. It says, ask with what they will receive. So go through Bible Hub. Read all the verses about how you can ask to receive mm -hmm. and how you can receive that grace to repent. So, yeah. People don't want to cry. They want to just drink into their soul and flesh and feel good without changing their hearts. That is the total prostitution of the drunken glory movement. Mm -hmm. completely reprobate yep. the instead of actually changing your spirit in Torah the sword of the spirit mm -hmm. growing to circumcise mm -hmm. all kinds of filth and foreskins and membranes off your spirit you'd rather cover your sins mm -hmm. with Jesus that's the abuse of grace that God forbids mm -hmm. and so many are guilty of that mm -hmm. that's why Jezebel is their God and not mm -hmm. Jesus right now that's why when someone's crying as they're repenting, never feel bad for them. Never have um, pity on that because if we can look at the new world's chart. If emotions can manipulate you, mm -hmm. they can get you in one day. Yep. New world, yeah. Because Yetzira is the world of emotion. So when their emotions are going wonky, hey, you already know that person is not standing in the rungs Don't of Yetzira. Don't be me neither. Just be God. Just be a... Be Christ. But in there's this a world, pull. we are mm -hmm. Jesus. So even when there's going to be a genuine repentance, a lot of times you'll see a manifestation of their Yetzira, which, as you know, most people are barely even on the moon of the first world of Messiah. You know they're not in the realms of Yetzira. So when you see the world of emotion manifest, mm. it's almost guaranteed to be crocodile tears. <laughs> yeah. Even if there ends up being a genuine repentance, what I'm saying is don't be moved in your inner man based off of the emotions that you see in them. You can have mm. compassion, but keep that professional distance. Yes. Even if it's your own family member, you can, oh, the mother, oh, I want to comfort. Don't, Don't give your comfort. heart strings yeah. away. Guard your mm. heart from the emotional yes. manipulation of demons. If your family member is crying because they're about to go through repentance or they might manifest and think that you just don't understand what they're going through, do not comfort them and do not have pity on them. Amen. The Holy Spirit is their comforter, not you. So if they are trying to pull on you to be their comforter or try to understand, yeah. hello, Bina Human is blood, understanding. Vampires. Yes, and, and that's going to be many of you manifest like that towards your family. 
you've done this and you may not be aware of it. So never be upset with your family for they just don't understand or they didn't comfort me. The Holy Spirit is your comforter. Mm-hmm. You're coming out of great iniquity and great darkness. So give each other grace, but let there be a space there. Your family members don't need to be the comforter. That doesn't mean, you know, be jerks to one another. That's not written anywhere in the Bible. Mm-hmm. No. But just simply understand you're dealing with the manipulation of Yetzira, which is the manipulation of emotions. Which is really witchcraft. Which is Ruah acting in iniquity and then in, in transgressions. Usually when you go through Yetzirah, you're dealing with a lot of transgression. Okay, that's good. There are ten worlds that will be conquered through circumcisions by the 24 elders as you rise. Now, where is that doctrine? So glad you asked. Behold the Lamb of God and the 24 elders around his throne. So if you're going to something in the center, don't you have to go through what's around it? So those elders are on each rung as you go from glory to glory. Elijah, Sandalphon, and Malkut of Isaiah, or most of you are, are, is dealing with your spirit, the spirit of Elijah, to restore you to the Father through his sword. The sword of Elijah is the prophetic word of Elijah. So obviously the foundations mm-hmm. of Malkut of Isaiah, the very lowest rung called the Valley of the Shadow of Death, is where you begin in the prophetic. Okay? Mm-hmm. Elijah symbolizes all the prophetic ministry of Yadavave Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So if you are not prophetic in in every year of your life, these things will be so far fetched for you. Mm-hmm. Like you you don't even have prophetic youth foundations. So you need to get the foundations of Elijah. Study mm-hmm. the prophetic. The spirit of prophecy. Yeah. A lot of people you know, they just go, you see a lot of people with the license plates and the birds. You know, prophetic ministry is the lowest level of acceptable ministry that God receives. If you have a form of Christianity in the world today that's not even prophetic, it's so far removed from the circle of the walls of heavenly Jerusalem, it's not even fair to call it Christianity because it absolutely is not because you can't even be alive unless you're prophetic. Mm-hmm. The spirit of prophecy is the testimony yeah. of Jesus. What's the testimony? The life of Christ. And that's not the heights of Christianity. That's the lowest lows acceptable of mm-hmm. Christianity. That's the 30-fold mm-hmm. of the valley of the shadow of death. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah, prophecy is, in, is intended to help be a light to your path. Right? The Word of God. It's illuminating the Word of God to be a light to your path. So as long as you're using the prophetic in the way that it's a light to your path, it's guideposts. So as you're progressing, which means you are making forward progress, it illuminates your path. That's when the prophetic justifies your path. It justifies your actions properly. Now what we find out is if you're not making forward progress, prophecy becomes an idol. Right? Because when you turn back, it means you're not making Ooh. forward progress. You're going back to old seasons. Now that's some of the worst filth in the world. No that's, about it. that's when you get into the false prophet because at that point you're backsliding. And remember, the inverse of the flow of destiny is false prophecy, 
and the clippeth. It's anti-destiny. It's the anti-destiny anointing that sucks you dry and it reverses your destiny into an alternate path that you were never intended for. And it's altogether and, selfish like the fallen angels. Mm -hmm. and so you of, should have discernment. Yes. Is Amen. there a cross crucifying and circumcising the Adamic and the Eve nature mm -hmm. out of the born-again divine nature that comes up mm -hmm. from your spiritual stomachs? Otherwise, it's mm -hmm. false prophetics mm -hmm. every time. You got every clown in a charismatic church call themselves a prophet. Mm -hmm. Most of these clowns are so rebellious they can't even register at rlm.tv. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and one of the hallmarks that it's true true anyhow <laughs> they have no submission of the prophetic to the apostolic they're antichrist yep so one of the hallmarks of that anti-destiny anointing right where instead of the prophetic highlighting and lighting up your path with the word of god like a guidepost yes you're on the right path keep going that's what prophecy is supposed to be Ooh. help you go sapphire stones walking on sapphire pavement here we go but when you're not making forward progress, which means you're not getting circumcision, which means you're not going from levels of Malkut to higher to levels glory. of Malkut to the moon to, to Hod to, you know, Netza and into the sun. So what happens is in that anti-destiny anointing, the reverse flow of destiny, what happens when you turn back, the hallmark fruit of that horrible decision, that horrible life decision, the fruit of it is... They use prophecy to justify where they're at and what they're doing. Mm. But you can see that inverted flu flux of destiny. It's an inverted flow of destiny. Instead of, you know, it's not like that upward flow into nasa my eyes to keter into holiness. It's it, just self-righteousness, justification. And Most of these prophetic people have no financial obedience. That's really the mark that mm -hmm. you know that they're wicked. Girls, gold, and glory. That's pretty much it. You'll see that. They'll try to steal the glory. Mm -hmm. They'll hide the girls and the guys stuff. They'll mm -hmm. completely conceal yeah. that, but that's in there too, 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. But in the outside, they'll go after the glory. They'll go out. Mm -hmm. They're in the glory. Lucifer, Satan, was in the glory, covering yeah. cherub of glory of God the Father's throne. So mm -hmm. they like to be as close to the glory yeah. or in the glory that they can get to steal the okay. glory for their own false prophetic ministries, and they're everywhere uncomfortable fact of the day demons love to jerk off in the glory there we said it sorry this is what pg-13 but you have to understand all the devils of hell are religious and rebellious they are immoral oh wow i didn't say that yeah that's true they are immoral and they are religious. They have very strong religious beliefs. They love the glory. Yeah. Demons love. They flock like very emotional moth creatures. to the light. They're emotional. They're self-righteous. Yep. And they have really crazy emotions. So sometimes when you're feeling a really strong emotion of deliverance, remind yourself, this is the fallen angel feelings. Yeah. I don't need to be tied up in their feelings. I need to... Just let, let it go. Loose. Holy, Holy Spirit, you can say, yeah. come Holy Spirit and loose me from this demon. You don't have to mm -hmm. be demon possessed anymore or demon oppressed or demonized, demoniacal in any way. Mm -hmm. You have the angel of Shekinah to deliver you as you make progress towards Zion's glory, your Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. That's really good. So daily deliverance. I don't know 
what people say. They say, is yours a deliverance ministry? I mean, a deliverer of ten mm-hmm. worlds. Right. I mean, every day you get we circumcised do daily of some yeah. kind of deliverance. If you're not delivered in one mm-hmm. day, you didn't grow that day. You know what I mean? Repentant. <laughs> Remember, this is a ten... Ten week repentathon of ten supernal weeks. Overcoming the ten forms of Laban sorcery that mm-hmm. changed Jacob's wages ten times. Jacob had to overcome to be hey. sealed in the rung of Tiferet. Let's go to our iPad picture of the day. We got some Google Translate tongues in Hebrew. So was, will you, Buckwheat. As I was, uh, I was praying for our, um, our people, and this came up. You want to maybe narrate some of these? Ah! <laughs> what happened to you guys? <laughs> there was healing Help. in that. <laughs> what happened? You are wandering around the earth. I know that's right. Well, hallelujah. But it's it's a sad, sorry situation, isn't it? Now this but we ain't crying about it. Yep. We're going to get out our circumcision swords of the spirit and start chopping away, chop, like chop. cutting through the jungles of Vietnam. Come on, chop, right chop. Right through your hearts and minds. Go ahead and write in the comment section, chop, chop, buckwheat. All right. Machete circumcision <laughs> through the jungle of my heart ministries. Better than nothing. <laughs> By the Holy Ghost predator. By the Holy Ghost Get predator. Get to the Nashama. Oh, yeah. Can we go there? Get to the Nashama. Oh, well, that was good too. Get to the Nashama. And this is our crusade. It came up. Might as well tell you about that. August 24th through 26th this month, in nine days, let's raise $1,000 for the 60 million strong harvest crusade. A thousand is reasonable. We need to raise five thousand for the air conditioning at Joel's bar here at the crack house because it's broken and uh it's it's hot and we're on our last mm-hmm. uh, little puff puff of the little engine that could here in our air conditioning system and it's not a surprise it's ten years old and it was totally mm-hmm. neglected and it it died prematurely, just like you would if you neglected a pigeon a pigeon only lives ten to fifteen years, but if you don't Take care of it. It'll live like two. Two, two. And that was his last coup. Yeah. And yeah, tune into that crusade, August 24th through 26th. You'll probably get circumcised. Be thou set free. I'm seeing circumcision happening. Like top of, you know, because do you want to explain about um, Prophet and Apostle Shadrach and his position at the top of uh, the White Mountain? Yeah, I'd say I saw a vision. It's important, yeah. You see Shadrach there on the left. Donald Trump's favorite African American amen is Shadrach. If you didn't see that video, you're missing out big time. <laughs> I didn't see any laughing faces. So I wondered how many people actually clicked on it and watched. <laughs> yeah, not too many. Not too many. We know you're lying. Man, you guys, <laughs> you're yeah, lying. Do better in August. This month decides emojis. all the rest of your months, the rest of your life. So make some better mm-hmm. decisions and take it more seriously. Mm-hmm. Don't be distracted. Stay focused. You can have uh, the Word of God in your hearts and minds, your foreheads, your hands all the time uh, to be in constant union with the angel of Shekinah through the Word of God. Mm -hmm. So make that your top priority from the time you wake up in the morning to the time you go to sleep. Amen. Now, I saw a vision of Shadrach. This was in the springtime. 
and he was standing on the top of white earth and this is what it looked like i got the yeah, I picture sure. here so right there on the top we'll zoom out that's not it this is it <laughs> yeah, zoom out. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm gonna vote. Hold on. I got it. <laughs> you know, we must have deleted that when we oh, put all we? the new no, ones on there. I think we saw it today. We saw it today. It's in there. I believe. We need to get rid of that one. There it is. Oh, okay, okay, we got it. It Man. takes a while to get to the top of Malkut, it feels like. We have like 30 like pictures in here stacked on top of each other, as you can see. Extremely complicated, multifaceted wisdom of the ages. So, in the vision, in the spring, I saw Prophet Shadrach standing on the top of White Earth. And his post was on the top of White Earth. And he was gathering people into... Heavenly Jerusalem, Angel of Shekinah, onto the mountain of transfiguration, which is earth, a Malkut of Isaiah. Okay? So when they come out of the four rungs of mineral level, plant level, animal level, and human 666 in the forehead and the hand level, and they begin to be circumcised through those four rungs of Malkut, Shadrach's ministry is that pro prophetic spirit of Elijah, of Malkut, of Isaiah, that's able to circumcise those four rungs of Malkut. And he's anointed to do it. In the vision, the Lord Jesus showed me this is his post. Now, I don't think it's an eternal post because angels change posts, especially mm -hmm. sons of God that are mm -hmm. greater than the angels. But right now, this is where he is. He is to be on the top of the mountain of white earth, helping the nations to be circumcised of the four rungs of earth, mm -hmm. which is called coming out of the dust of the earth, Daniel chapter 12, it is written. Mm -hmm. So his preaching, his teaching, his ministry, watching it this morning, it starts mm -hmm. uh, Minneapolis time which is at 10 a.m. So it's wonderful in the morning to watch and then have him condemn my coffee drinking <laughs> and then just receive it and dump it down the drain. Mm -hmm. And I threw out my pizzas. Lots of repenting going on. No, I'm serious. And I have evidence of it online. Photographic evidence. It did happen. It was posted. And so the, the crusade is what a lot of you need. Mm -hmm. And because you do have mineral level bondage, only about one out of ten are tithing in the, the thousand that are involved in Red Letter Ministries today, which means there is mineral level bondage mm -hmm. in your hearts and minds and bodies and in your mm -hmm. time and in your finances which is, is, it's as gone that you can be to the enemy and still be saved. Mm -hmm. And that is where the majority, the value decision is right now. They're not in a healthy spot. They're in mineral level bondage because even their minerals, gold, silver, economic buying power, mm -hmm. don't even belong to the angel of Shekinah. Nothing in their lives belongs to Jerusalem, Zion, or the Lamb. And they hate the voice of the Lamb and they hate the voice of the Father. It irritates them to no end. Nevertheless... Mm -hmm. The voice in the wilderness, which is Malkut of Isaiah, is Elijah Sandophon, which is an angel of great might and power that is absolutely assigned to Shadrach's ministry. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why one of his nicknames is the Chariot of Fire, 
uh, locally over in Kenya. They call uh, him the prophet. Yeah, they call him the prophet, and they call him because the spirit of Elijah Sandalfon is upon him. Yep. And so, got the gathering to the top of Malkut, where he is, is the gathering of chariots. Now, when I put together that video for you guys, the premiere, that's the Book of Revelation and the Passion Translation. There's an impartation, an angelic impartation of the chariots to take you from Malkut to Yasad. So I can see the gathering as, you know, he as a prophet and as an apostle, Shadrach is gathering the people. The Holy Spirit showed me in an open vision in the night the destinies of our leadership of Red Letter Ministries. And I saw him bringing the nations to RLM, and at that point, the leaders were ready for the global uh, Yes, global our job domination. is to ascend as man and woman as high yep. up the rungs as possible to bring you the highest level oral tradition mm -hmm. of the New Testament and Old mm -hmm. Testament through the Lamb of God because mm -hmm. we are to give you the map and the teachings of the yep. whole living stairway of light and the whole secret stairway in the sky so it's like a total mm -hmm. complete path and vision in your hearts mm -hmm. and minds and, and bodies to walk mm -hmm. from glory to glory now there are so many people in the kingdom and we're not talking about everyone in the kingdom we're not talking about what people are doing and their assignments in other places that's not our business we're talking about the three apostles in RLM TV, which are pioneering it for everyone. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit, no doubt, is doing stuff. He's always doing something. He's always brooding over people to do something, to hatch something. Because There's something going on just about everywhere because the Holy Spirit's mm -hmm. omnipresent. That's not the issue. When they begin to shake in Ezekiel 37 in the Valley of Dry Bones... Mm -hmm prophesying to the four winds, which is the upper Sephirot, the upper Garden of Eden, coming down the path of lightnings, whacking the earth. Can the dry bones live? They had to go into Ezekiel 47 in the river. Then they had to stream into the temple of Ezekiel 47. Then they began to go into the temple, and your body is the temple. So you have people stationed in the Valley of Dry Bones, which is Malkut of Isaiah, the, the place where everyone is just completely dead. It is so dead. It's like a zombie apocalypse out there. People just like... Dra dragged long faces and you look in their eyes and they're as black as fallen angels and everyone completely filled with death but some are coming closer to life mm -hmm. but you'll notice this in every city and nation on planet earth right now there is a division of the inner man towards the living or towards the dead and some are more dead and their eyes are just turned into dead saucers they're becoming more lifeless more stubborn, more disobedient, more hard-hearted, more wicked. Let the wicked continue to be wicked. Revelation, it is written. Let the righteous continue to be righteous, which means the great divide has already begun. And soon enough, there'll be such a great chasm that there'll be the living and the dead, like a tale of two cities. The best of times for the living, the worst of times for the dead. And they won't be able to cross anymore. So the whole valley will be harvested and people will choose sides and then we will climb the white ladder. Amen. Amen. That is the accurate interpretation of the chasm that has happened in Kenya over the last couple of years, mm. the last few years. What that represents prophetically is that gap, that chasm, that splitting and dividing. Why is it in Kenya? Again, because Apostle Shadrach 
is at the top of Malkut of Holiness. And that's where the people will be deciding and then gathering. Are they for the kingdom of God or are they against the kingdom of God? Absolutely. And just because there's only a thousand active viewers does not mean that the spiritual substance that's coming out of RLM TV with us three apostles operating in this apostleship of the Lamb of God is not affecting the whole universe because it absolutely is. It's affecting all governments, economies, mm -hmm. militaries. It's affecting the Klippeth and all the sorcerers of Babylon and the ten forms of sorcery. Mm -hmm. It's influencing what the decisions the principalities are making mm -hmm. of what they can do and limiting them in many mm -hmm. areas, injuring them in many areas, maiming them in many areas. Mm -hmm. yeah. So sometimes when it seems like we're harsh and severe, mm -hmm. you are so ignorant and clueless as to what we were doing in the heavens we are maiming and injuring mm -hmm. devils so that people can be safer in the valley to make a decision mm -hmm. for the shekinah right. glory and not just die in a state of sin so jesus christ said be mm -hmm. while we were yet in sinners christ loved us guess what when you grow in christ you have to love people while they're yet in sin from the stairway amen it's called Perfect shepherding, the shepherd of the sheep, the shepherd of the nations, great shepherding. And it's written in scripture. It's called the apostolic. That's what the apostolic is. It's the great shepherding of all nations, some to eternal destruction, some to mm -hmm. eternal life. How else would we have made the front page newsletter of hell, the front page magazine? We had a I made the front page newspaper of the sun in London, England, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, this, I made the front page of Hell's magazine, but <laughs> I knew I, there was a prophecy. Same thing. That, same thing. Probably same thing. It's probably Black Sun. Same, literally. Both. That's Hell's newspaper. Exactly, no doubt about yeah. For sure. Um, but what was the, you know, we had a sister in Christ got to spy on the enemy. And, you know, as a seer, I, I imparted this to some of you in the comments section of Facebook in the last couple of weeks where you look into someone's dream or vision, you can go into it as a seer and see accurately. That's why I ask you about the specific, uh, someone had a, a dream vision with the Holy Spirit about the sapphire stones. He saw the sephirot, how it works, and he saw me going up sapphire stones. And so I looked into the vision, into his dream vision, and I saw my hair in a ponytail. I could perceive that I was holding something, but I wasn't sure what it was and I saw the color pink. So then I asked, you know, did you see me holding anything? Was my hair arranged in a certain way? And it was exactly as I had seen it. So there are little ways you can test your vision as you're learning as a seer, because when someone shares a vision with you, instead of you just trying to, with your brain, figure it out, as a spiritual being, as a son of God, a daughter of God, you go into the vision and you look around, you can check it out. Sometimes there's other things hidden in there it's a whole, it's a, it's an experience. So you can go in there and look around and find out things. So when you share a dream, a vision, that's why it's not always wise, like Joseph's dreams, to share everything in a dream or to share your dreams prematurely, right? Joseph did that and he ended up having to kind of go through the school of hard yeah. knocks. So there are certain dreams, it's wise to know which is why it's it's wise to share with your squadron. And he and left his groups. coat with Jezebel mm -hmm. and entered the home alone with that wicked woman. Yeah. He was not Joseph the righteous at that point. He was Joseph the immoral. 
So we're going to learn lessons, but it's good to learn them from others' mistakes, whether it's in the Bible or instruction and teaching. And then, of course, we all have mistakes that we learn from. But it's better if you're able to learn from someone else's mistake or warning and then just walk in it correctly the first time. It's much better. Yeah. Amen. Because you're not promised to uh, come out of the prison of Satan, right? Revelation chapter 2, Satan will put Mm -hmm. some of you in prison 10 days, endure to the end, Mm -hmm. and you'll live a crown of life, a ketter of life. Well, obviously, most people don't endure to the end. Their faith dies. They they once had highs in Christ, and they can remember of Toronto in 1994, but nothing's happened in the last 20 years, and all they do is try to do the best with their family, or a lot of them turn to alcohol. I've seen that. A lot of them get into alcohol and become sipping saints, casual Mm -hmm. alcoholics, self-justified. Their encounters with Mm -hmm. God, everyone has a different level of accountability. That's why judgment is different on an individual Mm -hmm. basis in the New Covenant. It's not Mm -hmm. just across the board. It's according to measurements of His presence that was presented to your heart and mind. So not a lot of people have experienced God in great Shekinah glory. Like it's actually quite rare even in Christianity to have lots of really high celestial Shekinah signs and wonders glory experiences. It's it's not all Christianity. It's a remnant. It's like the top 2% of Christianity of the charismatic church on earth. You know that? Most Christians don't have anything supernatural going on. They just go to church out of trying to be good on Sunday. That's like mm-hmm. 90% of Christians. Most demonic coverings don't mind if you have too many miracle signs and healings as long as you stay under Jezebel's tower and you don't ascend. So keep that in mind. You want to make God happy, not your demon overlords happy. And there's okay. no condemnation of the church. This is something in the Academy of Youth you need as foundations. Mm-hmm. You are all in the Academy of Youth and becoming when God permits, members of the Academy of Enoch. okay, As you mature and pass your tests in Youth Academy, in the Valley of Decision, in Malkut of Messiah, conquering Messiah, and conquering that whole world, which is conquering all the iniquity in your spirit right now, by the Word of God, the apostolic commandments, and apostolic grace and fire, you can do it. Like everything we impart into you every day, it should be easy to do. It's not hard. Unless, of course, your spirit is attached to altars of demons and you love those things of the world more than the things of heaven, then you'll never do it. There's no teacher. Jesus Christ to come, can come to you and it still won't help you because what you're attached to belongs to hell. Hell is the kingdom and it was, hell was given a kingdom by Yarevave in Torah. So you can't just change the rules because of your make-believe delusional Christian, Christian doctrines. The Torah is written and established. God gave Satan a kingdom of hell. And all kinds of sin and ten forms of sorcery is his in that kingdom. So as long as you're making progress in the Lamb of God, you can be in his sheep pen Mm -hmm. if you say yes to the sanctification. As soon as you Mm -hmm. start to say no to the sword of the Spirit, Mm -hmm. you're no longer in the sheep pen. You go out of the sheep pen as it's written, Satan puts you in prison. Why did Satan in Revelation chapter 2 put Christians in the apostolic church of the first century in prisons, according to Messiah Jesus Christ, red letters of Revelation? 
they chose to reject circumcising their own hearts. The stubbornness, the callousness, the independence, the mineral level disobedience. We'll give to the Judaizers, the dogs, but we're going to question Paul. You know, that's what Corinthians says. They, the Corinthian church began to support the Jewish sorcerers that came in and said, all you Corinthians need to be circumcised. Right? Church history? It's written in the Word. You have support for the dogs and the Judaizers, and you've made me, your apostolic father, your enemy. That's what Paul says in the Bible. Okay? So read First and Second Corinthians tonight as your homework, because that's what exactly what it says. Study in the Amplified Classic. Then you really right. understand Paul a lot better, and it'll help you tremendously. So the apostle's not your enemy. He's trying to remove enemies, mm -hmm. but the temptations of the enemy is to embedder yourself through soulish external means without circumcisions. Or Obviously, it's a different type of circumcision. They wanted an external circumcision instead of the circumcision of the heart. Paul says, that's Satan. You just got a covenant with the devil, right? Truth anyhow. So stop serving Satan in external forms of religion. Mm -hmm. In Colossians 2, it's forbidden as sorcery and wickedness. Mm -hmm. Okay, Iniquity is spiritual sin. So if you can repent of the iniquity of spiritual sin, of the temptations of externalism, you can embrace the sword of the Spirit, the apostolic, be your closest friend. And if you're not mm -hmm. known to the apostles, you're not welcome in Jerusalem. That's what the Bible says. People come around and they say, well, I've been in this, that, and the other thing for 20, 30 years. Well, we've been on the stage for 20 years as well. And I know a thousand different people in full-time ministry. Who are you? You know what I mean? Paul I know. Jesus I know. I know a bunch of people, a lot, a lot of people. You come around and, and you have this self justified presentation, an egotistical presentation of yourself, like, I am an established prophet and apostle of the charismatic church. We've never heard of you. Unless you're known by the apostles, mm -hmm. you can't come close. Because as you come close through the teachings and through the sword of the Spirit and the fire of God in Red Letter Ministries and start participating, you're going to be totally burnt up and tested in fire in every point of your existence head to toes. Then you will be known to the apostles. Then you will have church in heavenly Jerusalem. But not until you are known by the 12 apostles of the Lamb and the 12 tribes of Israel. Okay, not just up in outer space, here on earth in righteous men and women who have been sanctified to become special messengers. Truth anyhow. So the very doors of entering the Shekinah, what does the Bible say? Are men and women. And their names, the name mm -hmm. of Jesus only, that's not biblical. You're an antichrist. Mm -hmm. The names of the 12 tribes of Israel, mm -hmm. Jacob, and the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. And if those inscriptions are not your gates and doors through men and women on earth, you are far from true ancient Christianity today. Mm -hmm. Truth, Anya. That's why the testing of the Spirit is, confess to me that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. What flesh? Just his body? No, he poured out his Holy Spirit. <laughs> he came through the apostles, his sent ones. He sent his apostles full of the Holy Spirit, and they did the baptizing in the Holy Spirit for that age, Ruah. Now it's going to be the impartation of how to receive the Neshama. Amen? 
And uh, angelic rank is hey. Joel. No one breaks rank. Not one shall break rank. It is written in Joel. Joel's army. So if you're angelic and embracing the circumcision and the authority sent from God, the head of the body, the apostles and prophets, and by the way, we're the last apostles in the history of the world. Because it's apostles only exist for the time of the Gentiles. Afterwards, we go on into Israel and the tribes and royal kingship and the royalty of Israel, Isaac, Abraham, Enoch, Metatron, and the Messianic Kingdom Age. There will be no apostles after us. I tell you the truth, and it's been prophesied many, many times. The apostolic and the fivefold, the prophet, the teacher, evangelist, pastor, only exists for the time of the Gentiles. When the time of the Gentiles is ended, that means you're all either in the Sephirot or the Klippeth. Yep. Amen. And for the Which is messianic or terminated into the lake of fire. And Bob Jones is another witness to that. He said uh, he saw himself as a prophet following after the prophets who came before him, prophets in the Bible, prophets who came before him, and he saw Jesus Christ as a prophet. And they all walked in the footsteps of Jesus. And the greater men that came before him, he saw, you know, the men of the Bible and things like that. He struggled himself for a while to walk in the footsteps of the prophetic. And he would struggle, and he saw the guys behind him, the people that learned from him, struggling. But eventually he started getting the hang of it. And what he looked behind, and he saw that the time of the end of the, of the prophets was coming. So Bob Jones, he turned around and he saw... The men right behind him, so there were the people that came after him. He saw them as prophets, so that was a group of prophets that came after Bob Jones. Mm-hmm. After them, yes. he said that he saw only two more pairs of footprints. So there were only two more prophets after the ones after Bob Jones. So you have Bob Jones, the ones that came after him, and then in the end after that, it's only two footprints, and after that it's done. Like two witnesses, Elijah and Enoch, which are the mantles on Rebecca and my lives. Yeah. That's, that's exactly our mantling, mm-hmm. Elijah and Enoch, of, of the whole Sephirot of ten mm-hmm. weeks. Because after us, there will be no valley of decision, no old earth. Mm-hmm. This is the beginning of the revolution, and we had to battle through all the hell mm-hmm. of the valley of death in the last 20 years mm-hmm. with the Elijah Mantle and Red Letter Ministries. And it's mm-hmm. been the gladiator coliseums. It's been gladiator match after gladiator match to death mm. with every group of people since 2006 and has been the nastiest life and death junk you could ever imagine and we've won because we've clung to christ and christ has circumcised me more thoroughly taught me more accurately a lot of it thanks to the enoch mantle on rebecca to really help me come out of just mm. white earth and the mm. best of god inside minded Malkuta Messiah into the rungs understanding righteousness at a cosmic level. Cosmic righteousness is our salvation. Mm-hmm. You have to be in the heavens. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody knew how to get off the earth. Bob Jones in his whole prophetic life never got any higher than Yasad of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Yasad of Yasiah, which is the second lowest rung out of ten worlds. So it's not like it's ever been taught. No one knew. Everyone's trying, doing everything we can, clawing tooth and nail uh, under constant attack and persecution, slander, gossip, betrayal, continuously. 
to try to take out Red Letter Ministries since 2006. It's been training in the Gladiator Coliseums. Mm -hmm. And we have arisen over the Gladiator Coliseums mm -hmm. victorious through the ascension of Jesus Christ, mainly because of Rebecca's teaching of righteousness. And so she'll get credit for that forever. And that's true. Thank you. I know we really needed each other to finish this mission. Mm -hmm. Brandon pioneered a lot of the coming out of Black Malkut. Or really, um, that's it's the final waypoint. The final waypoint before you can go cosmic was Red Letter Ministries, uh, God Inside Mindedness. That, that was my post and how for to grow like your spirit. Fifteen years. Yeah, and it seems that that mantle is now passed to, to Shadrach. Shadrach. Yeah. Yep. So that's why it's you know Joel's bar Africa because he's, he's my spiritual it. son. Mm -hmm. Yep, and he's walking in it, and uh, yeah, the path it was so crazy pioneering that. Everything in opposition, I've seen it in the spirit realm. The Holy Spirit took me and showed me why it's so difficult. I saw the, the rocks coming down on top of the believers who were the true believers. The last true believers were underground, no longer on the sur spiritual surface of the earth. And then they had the broken down parts of, you know, what used to be a structure of righteousness from a long time ago. And then... The outpost that was supposed to be, you know, like at the moon and in between to the top of the mountain was just completely taken over with the demonic. And the, the clippeth, Sephiroth, of the old covenant was literally looked like a laser beam. Giant space laser literally looking with mm -hmm. all the demons at all their celestial posts and on top of the surface of the earth. And they had gone underground to persecute and hunt down the survivors. Mm -hmm. So it was like literally like survival. And I know that's what you guys have been through. That's why I have a lot of respect for anyone who can be around and listen to this message because yeah. you've literally been through hell to be here. Mm -hmm. So welcome. This is time to come out. For those that honor us, they have yep. a lot of people come in to scoff and mock and you can and tell they haven't just, paid yeah. any price at all for the angel of Shekinah. The price. But we forgive you, amen. And this, it did come at a price. If you look, um, <clears throat> I've had this seers when they saw my heart while I was pioneering. It was so shredded, it looked completely disfigured. It didn't even resemble a human heart. And the I remember the Lord promised me, he said, it'll all turn to gold. Mm -hmm. Just keep going. But I was looking at the situation, but they have a giant space laser. The amount of armor that we had wasn't even hardly enough for people to beat the ones underground, let alone the giants on the surface, let alone the ones on Yassad. And what if that laser hits you? You'll be incinerated like that. Yeah. Instant incineration. It literally looked impossible. So how how it's how can this be done? Saturn and Mars. So it was so strategic. I mean, my heart was completely Not the Sephiroth, the mouth. My heart was completely shredded where it didn't even look like a human organ anymore. And this because we're talking about your invisible man. That's why it's important to soak. If you heal in your inner man before it gets too much into your soul and too much into your physical body, it'll prevent a lot of the sicknesses and diseases from settling in. So it's good to catch that early. I had my spirit, my inner man, impaled physically mm. with a spear from a believer. That's how they got me. And I walked around for like a year and a half, almost two years, physically mm. impaled in my inner man, climbing, like getting up into the sun. Mm. I got up into the sun with a believer's spear, high level, high ranking spiritual believer yeah. with gifts without repentance skewered me. And I had for like a year and a half, two years, it got up and I was like, if I can do it, you can do it. I know it's not that bad for oh, you. Yeah. 
Like you're just like every day dripping blood. All the arrows and the swords and the daggers. They come from born again believers in the final quest. Satan's army is Christians. It's going to be easier for you because of the mistakes that I was able to make and recover from because of the blessed Holy Spirit, angel of Shekinah, the grace of Lord Jesus, his sacrifice. I never had to suffer as much as Jesus did. No. He, no, he we, took, we had it easy. We had it easy. Come on, Buckwheat, you could do it. <laughs> yeah, it's honestly been extremely enjoyable. Yeah. And uh, I would say for me, it was extremely excruciating. Those for pioneering this was extremely excruciating. For the me. glory numbed my pain yeah. the whole time. So it was that's why I'd be going home and just like <laughs> they they have morphine in the Vietnam yeah. med kits. You'll need so it. So I take yeah. my daily morphine. Exactly. Yeah. Fighting the Vietnam yeah. trench warfare. You'll need soaking. Soaking. Not too bad, meds. actually. I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, the med tent's fun. <laughs> we love the med tent but it's anyway. nice to have the ground warfare over with now yeah. so we can take out those space lasers and Saturn so, and Mars you're going to learn from our mistakes that's why it's going to be easier for you now if you proceed to not heed the warnings you might get as shredded as I did the whole point is that we make it easier and faster oh yeah And so here we have I've got some notes that we should you're going to have to understand principalities ranged attack Okay, mm -hmm. now you know the verse, ancient Christianity. What is a ranged attack from a principality in heavenly places? Mm -hmm. It's when Mars and Saturn strike Ooh. you with black light into your head and hand and into your heart and into your spirit and influence you demonically to do wrongdoing. That's how they have the nations under hypnotism. So now you put on the forearm of God, it can't strike your head and hand and heart, right? Why do you need full armor? So that Mars and Saturn don't strike you from the thrones mm -hmm. of the fallen princes. Fallen mm -hmm. angels or principalities or princes. So mm -hmm. it, in order to be protected from that, you have to have some certain thing on your forehead and the doorpost yep. for the angel of death to pass over. Guess what it's called? The humility of the lamb. And you know what that is? <laughs> Angelic protocol, which is righteousness. Which humility, means... every attack will miss you or bounce off you. Mm -hmm. But if you have pride... Saturn and Mars, they hit you so many times in the forehead, you won't even look like a Christian after a week. You look seven times worse after you're born again than before. That's because you never got into the lamb, which is humility. Yep. The mark of the lamb in the forehead is all the humility of Jesus mm -hmm. of Nazareth. Amen. Yeah, and that humility is the submission to the angelic protocol of yes. righteousness, which is mainly refraining from like involving yourself with TV, the other spouse. A simple oh. act of humility. Like you can't even get those that have been in RLM for five years to do it because there's so mm -hmm. little of the lamb in their foreheads. It's crazy right. out there. So a lot of those acts of humility to follow the angelic <laughs> protocol that will actually keep you safe. And again, I learned this the hard way is a mainly refraining from what we consider to be normal human interactions with the opposite sex. Mm, amen. Because why is it, it takes a lot of humility. We think, well, I'm humbling myself. I'm humbling myself. What am I doing wrong? Our whole culture has ingrained us in this perverse generation to think that what's well, just no problem. It's fine. It's just normal. Well, maybe in Sodom and Gomorrah, it's normal. Maybe in a perverse generation, it's normal. So that's the level My of humility it takes. For that yeah. is what you think is good, God hates. Yep. What you think is good, Yadevave, hates, it is written. Right. So that humility oftentimes isn't just so much of a, I'm going to write a humble Facebook post so everyone knows I'm humble. It's literally like just refrain 
from doing those things we've instructed you not to do, as well as Become mineral disciples. level obedience. Yeah. The training of the disciples, you don't hear about them doing anything right until three and a half years later. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. They didn't, none of them did anything right, except after they received the Spirit, but they were trained 24-7 in every aspect of their life, family life, economic life, business life. All the life of a human being was trained by Messiah, not once a week when you had a convenient time slot for your one hour training with the pastor. Get a life. That's demonic false Christianity. Mm -hmm. The Messiah trained disciples, and it wasn't just the 12. If you read the Bible, he had 72 disciples. Not 12. 72 is mm -hmm. what scripture says. And they had different levels of commitment, but the... You could be an apostle if you were part of the 72, if you read Acts. That's where Matthias came from after Judas Iscariot went where he belonged. He came out of the 72 mm -hmm. who had been with Jesus from the beginning. So Jesus from mm -hmm. the beginning had 72. Now there were different levels. It's called rank. Do you think they had problem with rank? You read the gospel? We want to sit on your right side and your left side in the Messianic kingdom, Lord Jesus. He's like, oh man, you don't even know what you're talking about. Strife, jealousy, competition. Who is that? The great apostle John. One of the mantles on my life. John said that crazy garbage crap. Insanity. And he didn't know what he was talking about because the human nefesh hadn't even had a ruah yet in mm -hmm. the upper room of Pentecost. Once he had the ruah, he, wasn't, he didn't look back. And he was corrected to the point where he was the apostle that had died with him at the cross. Mm -hmm. He was the only one of the 12 or only one of the 72 that walked all of Calvary all the way to the cross to be under the fountain of his blood and water. In 1 John it says, I saw the blood and water myself, which means he was underneath the blood and water after the Roman soldiers speared Jesus of Nazareth's side. No other apostle saw that, guys. That was the privilege of the one. That's the perfect, that's the hundredfold, that's the mark of the high calling of Christ Jesus. That's the best you can do in Malkut of Isaiah, is John at the cross. Now, you can do that well every rung, because that's just one rung. And the, on the moon, you want that John perfection on the moon. The center of each rung is the throne of the Father. That's called Zion's glory. Because... As you distance yourself from the Father in heaven, inside the walls of Jerusalem, it's a, it's a lesser glow. So you have an outer court, inner court, and a holy place. Inside the circle of heavenly Jerusalem, the good, the acceptable, and the perfect. You have the 30-fold, the 60-fold, the 100-fold. Everyone in the, that goes into heaven in the prophetic church, like Anna Roundtree or Rick mm -hmm. Joyner, they'll say, further from the throne, it's bright. But as you mm -hmm. went and passed another membrane and got closer, it was like it was outer darkness mm -hmm. in that previous level. And that's actually called outer darkness in heaven. Mm -hmm. So there's an outer darkness at the wall level of heavenly Jerusalem. But when you boldly approach inside the walls through the gates of the 12 names of the apostles and the 12 names of the 12 tribes of Israel, it gets brighter and brighter. And that's what circumcises you as you go from glory to glory, rung to rung, boldly approaching the throne of grace in 10 weeks and weeks without end. Amen. And so understand the circumcision is not complete just by you having a glory experience. 
there's always a greater repentance from anything you've previously repented of. Yeah. Your standards are way too low. No one should have a judgment of themselves in right standing with God apart from the sword of the Spirit and the angel of Shekinah, the Lamb's humility, and Zion, the very throne of the Father, on each and every rung. It's the center of Jerusalem is Zion, the Father's mm-hmm. throne. That's the perfect. And you can get the perfect and Malkut of Isaiah. You can get the perfect of Yasad of Isaiah. You can get mm-hmm. the perfect yes. in every single rung in the very center. That center mm-hmm. is union with Christ. And only in the mm-hmm. center of that union with Christ will all the deflections of the sorcery right. of the clippeth miss you and not harm you at all. That's the path of the scholar. Yeah. Uh, can we look at the iPad? Amen. The path of the scholar. Look at this. Those uh, 10 sorceries that Brandon was talking about, how you can overcome them, you'll need the 10 cosmic commandments. The 10 cosmic commandments of Genesis 1 formed in you is, that's the original law, right? That's that, you know, a lot of you love the, you might love the um, the Narnia movies, if you remember when you, the witch is talking to the lion, which represents Christ, the Lion of Judah, in this, you know, allegory. He says to her, don't quote the law to me, right? Don't quote that to me. I was there when it was created. So all they're fighting is about these stone tablets. And when he dies on them, his blood breaks them. And what happens is when those those tablets are broken, the original cosmic commandments come forth, which is what the redemption of Adam the redemption of Adam and Eve, the fulfillment of the promises. So how are these 10 going to be formed in you? Not just an idea. And just one additional thing to the cosmic commandments. Mm. Genesis 1 says on the fourth day, the government of the sun and the government of the moon were created. And the words government are written in Torah because they are commandments and supernal celestial laws. Amen. Amen. And that fourth, uh, that number four there also represents uh, the fourth generation of sapphire stones, which is also the onyx straps of the ephod the government rests upon his shoulders there between Gevra and Hesed, right? Perfect balance, the names of the tribes. But how are these actually going to be formed in you? Not just, I've got it memorized and I decree it. No, that's church age thinking, right? You can't turn back to church age thinking. Nothing wrong with decreeing it, but now walk in it. If you just stay in the church age prayer closet, you're not going to walk in it. This is the way. Now yeah. walk Time in Time to it. walk on the moon, buckwheat. Yeah, walk on the moon, buckwheat. <laughs> Amen. That's really glorious. So as you go up... By sting. Walking <laughs> on the moon. Well, oh, I saw something that had that on it today. Hey. Glory. So as you ascend the rungs, remember in the big picture... What these Ten Commandments represent in the big picture are the worlds, not just all the Malkut through Keter here of Isaiah. Let's say you conquer Malkut through Keter of Isaiah. I did it. I have the Ten Cosmic Commandments. No, you have one. That Remember, in the big picture, that entire world of Isaiah is basically just that one supernal Malkut. So... You got to keep in mind, this is the big picture. Yep. This is the ascension of ten worlds. These are the white ten roses. Ten worlds, each world, one commandment. All of Isaiah is one commandment. 
Amen. So you'll be a white rose at a different level. Like your first taste of becoming a white rose is when your innermost being, which is your highest level of soul, first reaches uh, your first keter. That's your first crowning. That's your first taste of becoming a white rose. And really that first world of Asaya is commit no iniquity. Mm -hmm. Have a perfect spirit in you. Create in me a new heart. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So this will be formed in you. And then, uh, I guess we're done with that one. I want to uh, share with you some of these uh, scribal notes I was sharing in the comments section today with a couple of our uh, the women scribes of RLM mm -hmm. because we're documenting uh, RLM history and cosmic history, but also I want you to get an idea for timelines and how this works. Bob Jones, it took him 40 years to establish the teaching of going from Stone Age to going into the stars, star age. But what did he say every time Bob Jones taught on this? When he taught on how long it took him, he emphasized that that is not how long it's going to take you. So good teachers, good prophets, good apostles, good leaders, good pioneers, always make it easier and a shorter amount of time for the next it's person. It's refined, it's concise. All so, the extra stuff is pruned away. Amen. That's what a professor is. So that way we can always keep boosting it forward. So as we pioneer, what we've already pioneered is not going to take you as long or it should not. If it's taking you longer or as long as it took us, that means there's a problem. There's an issue. So let's look mm -hmm. at the notes here. And if you have your notes, if there's something you can jot down, if you hear a number or a word, or uh, there's like a, a deadline for you to get to the next rung that you hear, I want you to write that down. But, you know, let's just take a look here at the notes. All right, so, uh, so this was an, a post that I'd shared. It was about the core, it was a coronation and a lot of signs and wonders. And one of the women had asked, wow, where were you on sapphire stones at this time? And that was, I believe, in 2020. So my response there was probably the moon because the sun was in 2021. So here we have an outline. There's a little timeline. I'll give you a little bit of the timeline that I did. From being baptized in the Holy Spirit in 2017 to God inside minded training and how to grow your spirit in August of 2018. So from the time of beginning to eat the Bible and grow my inner man, that's my ruah, after being baptized in the Holy Spirit. So from realizing the glory, beginning to eat the Bible and grow, right? Grow my inner man. That's why I put your hand on your spirit, eat the Bible for your spirit, and then pray in tongues. That's your exercise, your senses. And burn Adam eat. off your spirit. That grows you. Yeah, exactly. It grows your spirit. So I was baptized in the Holy Spirit in 2017, but I didn't really realized the glory. I'd had a sovereign God inside minded revelation, but I never realized the glory or started growing my spirit because no one in the whole world except for Brandon Barthrop was teaching it anywhere. So from 2018, uh, there, that's when I started to grow my inner man. So from that time, it took me three years to get into the sun and the Holy Spirit reminded me on that was he said, by now you should be teachers, right? Three mm. years. So after being baptized in the Holy Spirit for one year, uh, there was the, I got brought to the teacher who could 
teach you how to eat the Bible. Put, Fully God yep. inside minded and mm -hmm. drink the river. Drink yeah, drink the blood and and the, and the there's the wine and then the bread. So you're eating the word. So between those two things and putting the word of God in your eyes and ears to do it hand on your spirit so that you recycle that energy from your spirit, right? The laying out of hands for healing. Lay hands on your own spirit. Grow your spirit. Not the clay. Get out of the clay yep. and get into the spirit. Come on. Yep. If there's anything attached to your clay, your growth mm -hmm. is stunted. That's why you got to fast mm -hmm. and pray to get your consciousness out of the clay, your feelings and emotions circumcised from the clay, mm -hmm. and put into the spirit of grace. Amen. So from realizing the glory and feed, learning how to feed my inner man, from that, it took me three years to get into the sun. That's with no one teaching how to do it, other than the hints that the prophets left behind and what's in the Bible from John. Uh, John, Enoch, and Bob Jones. Okay, and so uh, then after that, okay, so the process is taught now so that it doesn't take as long. One student, uh, the last, uh, last summer, end of summer, beginning of fall, around August, I started teaching that student and then after that, for just a couple months of one-on-one of -on -one teaching, then it was on autopilot. We started doing the Joel's Bars and teaching righteousness publicly last fall. So we had the same student into the sun by around April or the month or two just before that. I don't remember the exact date, but April was the latest they were prophesied to be in the sun. So after me taking three years for my journey, Malkut, God inside minded, mm -hmm. and fully on board. Now listen to this. From being God inside minded on Malkut, fully on board with the leadership of anointed and appointed human being, and tithing, and receiving correction and severity. Right, so this is the requirements. This is Those how are it the works. foundations, apostolic foundations. This is how you can literally go from Malkut to Yasad, so I hope you're paying attention. Alright, so Malkut, God inside minded and fully on board with the leadership of an anointed and appointed human being, that was Brandon, and tithing and receiving correction and severity. Malkut to Tiferet, that was about three years, pioneered and mapped. Taking that experience and giving that to a student who is ready, right, someone who's already ready, August to April, or just a month or two before that, so that's Malkut to Tiferet, six to eight months for first fruits into the sun. So what took me three years to pioneer and map with those basic requirements of Malkut that I just gave you, mm -hmm. of those things of being fully God inside minded and being fully completely on board in your heart, mind, soul, you've made up your mind that, you know, Brandon Barthrop, he's a human being and you can submit to his leadership. Human being anointed and appointed. And also tithing, 100% on board, not that you're doing it, but you understand it. You have the revelation. You give cheerfully. It's not a hindrance. It's not a weird, you're not weird about money anymore. Okay. And then also receiving correction and severity. And you're able to do that. Those all have to be in place before you can launch. So from that place of Malkut to Tiferet, that was about three years that I pioneered and mapped that. That's the time length. The next person, the first fruits after that, Malkut to Tiferet, that's six to eight months that it took uh, to have one of my students get into the sun. So six to eight months when you are already 
she was already on board Red Letter Ministries, 100%. Uh, and that's about the timeline. So that's first fruits. Again, it's going to get easier and easier, yeah. faster and faster. And then we have also here. Living that, inside uh, the walls of Jerusalem um, yes. with your heart and your mind. It's learning how to obey the Spirit as it's yeah. written. Those that obey the Spirit fulfill all the law. The Holy Spirit never disobeys the Scripture commandments, but fulfills them mm -hmm. inside her because she is the inspiration of the prophets that wrote Torah and the new Torah. So when you are inside the Holy Spirit, Angel of Shekinah, Mother Jerusalem, you're learning obedience. And now there are those that have gone ahead of you that have learned much greater obedience to the angel of Yarevave than you. Those are your elders of Jerusalem. Those are the true, real elders of Christianity and the church of the firstborn in heaven. Amen. And it's not that they have to be old. What does the Bible say? Timothy, let no one despise you in your youth. Timothy was put in charge over a hundred thousand souls as a young apostle at 32 years old when Apostle Paul anointed him and trained him. Okay, Paul's like in his 60s, Timothy's in his early 30s. Let no one despise your apostolic government over a hundred thousand souls, even though you're 32 years old. So a 32-year-old was in charge of like literally thousands of people in their 50s and 60s and 70s. And we don't really have much of a grid for that nowadays and that level of apostolic authority, but that's first century Christian realities. And this is going to be even much greater than that because what Paul and Timothy pioneered 2,000 years ago are thousands of times stronger today because their seed has germinated, mm -hmm. sprouted, mm -hmm. and grown for 2,000 years inside every generation of believers. Amen. Woo! And if you are one of uh, the scribes that are documenting these things and adding them to your notes, you can reference this part of the video that we're talking about it to kind of uh, fill in those notes and those timelines. So I also wanted to talk about um, Brandon's ascension on here. These are also from the scribe notes from today. Uh, note a fully developed spirit on Malkut, mountaintop apostle, that's Brandon, who overcame Jezebel's tower and everything beneath it. Right, so fully developed, he'd been feeding his spirit for many years, which meant his ruah, even though he hadn't gone up for the full circumcision yet, it was fully formed and developed ruah. So he'd been well fed and, and grown. How do you grow, right? When you're growing muscle in the gym, you weight lift. What do you do to exercise your spiritual senses? You practice listening to God. You pray in tongues, building up your spirit in the most holy faith. You prophesy, you speak the truth, and then you eat the word of God. And do and lots of prophecy, And you too. obey. You, you obey, and you would receive Tons correction. Action, correction. So he'd already been through so much of that training. So so note the notes here for the fully developed spirit, which was Brandon's spirit, on Malkut, mountaintop apostle who overcame Jezebel's tower and everything beneath it, went from the top of Malkut to getting the revelation and into the sun when it was taught within minutes. So his Malkut to Tiferet was just a few minutes. It was less than 10 minutes in real time. Less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Usain Bolt Ichihara. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, Usain Bolt over here. <laughs> I don't know who has the re world record now. Uh, yeah. Less, I don't know if anyone's ever going to beat that. I'm sure that. there's a supernal trophy somewhere. Oh, Jesus. He's like, more, more humility. More, hum more humility. Well, you know, the final key that Moses was missing is the, the final <laughs> aspect of humility, which is what most people would not consider to be humble. Mm, yeah. And that's just an acknowledgement of what you've actually done. Metatron. And that's the 50th key of wisdom, which is hidden in a specific room in a chamber in Bina. Okay. Anyway, Amen. that's for somebody. That's for. Amen. I need like, that. I need it. Reach out and grab it. You shall and have it. God's got a miracle. Being a keys. It's always okay. You know, you know how when people go do the like, have you ever seen like speed runs of Mario? If you've watched my videos, we watched a speed run. Did you guys watch the Super Mario speed run that we did on Beezaboo, the old like chariot, cloud chariot? You gotta go back and watch it. You have it with the little sun, angry sun attacking you. It's like the black sun, and I was like in a little cloud. Okay. Anyway. And the whole thing was in tongues. And that video, there's a video that I did the whole thing in tongues, talking about things I wasn't allowed to talk about yet. So it was all about the Kabbalah and all about Metatron's cube. And it was all these mysteries and secrets that I wasn't allowed to share yet, but I couldn't get it out of my system. I had to get it out of my system. So we did the Mario speed run and I was trying to communicate to you guys how you can go up. And so all those tongues are actually mysteries of how to go up. So get the download upload it's a fun one especially if you're not going to be in your head if someone knows where that video is share it in the rlm facebook group yeah and there, that was a really fun one and yeah, so i shared all kinds of sounds secrets like it'll here. mess you up i love that one the little cloud i'm in a little cloud in one of them it's okay so speed runs what do you know about someone who does a speed run i mean brandon got up in a tiffret malkut top malkut to tiffret in 10 minutes that's the that's a speed run right but it's when you, you're ready, you've practiced. Now, when you Total repeat the Total desperation, I tell you, Total that's the key. Yeah. It's been so mistreated and persecuted. It's been so insane on the earth. As soon as the mm -hmm. Enoch's door opened for me, I was gone. I'm never coming down. Bye-bye. Yep. Uh, one of the old GTs from that season. <laughs> it's been so much yeah. better. It's been about a year. Yeah, one of the old GTs from those seasons was, if he had been honored, he mm. would have been safe. And so I don't think some people realize how much damage they did to the apostolic by simply not honoring the apostle Brandon. That's why when you see Shadrach's broadcast, he mentions it again and again how important the honor is. But those old seasons, that was very much true. Oof. But So I understood then what it meant, but there was no way to communicate that. Um, so that's just what we've been praying for and doing the best we can with what we've been given. Amen. So, but praise God, he he's keeping us alive. Inside Jerusalem. The Shekinah yeah. is our honor system, mm -hmm. so there's no brown nosing or people pleasing, yeah. any of that garbage you have of the fears and the fears of man outside the city gates with the witchcraft and the ten forms of sorcery. All of that's so circumcised out of you mm -hmm. when the matriarchs, patriarchs, and the corresponding angels cut that stuff out that you know how to be like the Lamb when you're in Jerusalem. So you're learning angelic protocol in the Youth Academy of Torah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And when you hurt the apostolic, you hurt yourself and you hurt everyone in the body of Christ. So just keep that in mind. Don't be selfish. Let's look at the iPad if we can for a moment. Uh, talking about speed runs, people who do video game speed runs, they play that video game so many times, they know it like the back of their hand. They know it better than the back of their hand. Uh, when you are going through the worlds, you'll notice trends. I'll go ahead and give you a key here. We've talked about just a moment ago. Every world, every Bina, there's a secret room with a key. Every time. 
So when you go through Bina, mm. look for the key. Wow. It's hidden in, it's in a weird I just dimension. I felt that my whole Bina right now, my whole left brain sphere. I think all those keys just, you just went and got, just all got all them all. Them. Just yeah, you from the previous ones. Wow. I just prayed that for you too with my other voice. I felt that so See much. See the instant Shekinah activation? My, my left brain. Glory. There's always a billion things going on. One of those things, as I said that, I went ahead and looked at my Chaya can tell, look, my Chaya can tell the future. Like, no, I'm like, no, we're not. Anyway, yeah, prophecy. can tell the future. It can. I, I've had it happen where I get text messages to, you know, anyway. It, it, so it does things it, uh, when you get the impulse of the Holy Spirit Gemstone that comes through. Soul. So anyway, so when as I was talking about this, I could see with my Chaya, I could already hear and see how Brandon would be like, oh, man, I probably missed some of those keys. So I went ahead and went through all of those mm -hmm. realms and brought them all up to his Bina. Uh, just by faith, by seeing, and it all happens just like this. Even as I'm talking, you mm -hmm. were constantly moving in different dimensions and realms. Wonderful. You learn how to be a multidimensional being. Ascending and descending with the angels as angels. And he immediate, and you see here, he immediately felt it in his bina, and he received all of them. Yep. So, God can always redeem the times. Huge rush of Shekinah out of yeah. my left brain. That was awesome. It was like, yeah, it was like purple too. Because one of my, one of my, um, you know, people are good at different parts of video games. Some people are better shooters. Some people are better healers. You got to find out what your role is. Just release all that fresh Shekinah to wash all your souls right now at the sound of my voice. Damn. Amen. Amen. So good. All right. That's Glory. good for that. So keep in mind, next time you... Loose! There it goes. Loose. Loose it out. Bam. Get it out. There you go. Bam. Glory. Okay. All right. That's good for that. Speed run. Hey, next time you're on Bina, pick up that key. It's hidden in an interdimensional... Uh, can I say... Is it portal? It's different than portals. It's, it's like a... Treasure chest. If, if all the dimensions that you would normally think exist... It's in another hidden dimension. That's all I'll say. A but you need to talk. A dimension within a dimension, a wheel within a wheel. <laughs> and it looks, it's kind of, it's in a room thing. It's a... Anyway, if you ask the Lord how to open it, he'll show you how to open it. Okay. All right. Anyway, that's fun. It's just the, the, the extras, what do they call them? Uh, completionists. Oh, yeah, they're the side quests. Side quests. You know, you want to get all the keys. Collect all the, the Nishama apples from the gardens, the... How many of the apples of Go the gardens below gold and above? Get the tanuki leaf for sure. That's the Nishama, I'm sure. The raccoon tail. The raccoon tail. Rocket. Raccoon. Rocket. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm not a raccoon. And then he sees the little sign You're like, oh man, I am. Like, definitely a raccoon. Definitely a raccoon. It's like, I'm not a nefesh. I'm not a nefesh, definitely man. A nefesh. Definitely a nefesh. <laughs> definitely a roa. All right, so. Let me see if there's anything else here. Okay. All right. Malkut de Tiferet, Apostle Brayden, less than 10 minutes. That's the current record right now. And don't go trying to jump up like, I'm going to beat it. You're probably going to get yourself killed doing that. Don't do that. That is someone who already overcame Jezebel's Tower and everything beneath it. And I was literally already in the sun for like, you know, for years practicing. And I was able to help him go up with a specific instruction. Okay. Because that's what the angel said to do, so I, don't be mad at me. It's not my fault you're going up. I was at my post doing exactly what the angel told me to do, which is what we're doing right now. Okay. And then the, let's see, the last, the last example was Apostle Brandon. This sets the precedent that overcoming Jezebel's tower and all that is beneath it is the prerequisite for ascension. 
make sure you have that in your notes. The last example, Brandon, Apostle Brandon, this sets the precedent, right? If you don't know what precedent is, you can ask Google. It's basically like in law or any legal matters, what's set as precedent, that's what you use as a reference point for going forward. Or like they say in uh, rabbinical Judaism, as we have already established. Amen. Mm, amen. This sets the precedent that overcoming Jezebel's tower and all that is beneath it is the prerequisite mm. for ascension. Amen. It is gradually overcoming the higher layers of Jezebelic deception going from the moon to Hod to Netza to Tiferet. Then the remnants of that tower burn out of you in Tiferet until you transfigure. So yep. as you're transfiguring or you're getting cleaned up in order to transfigure, we talked about getting the serpents of the, the lies, the false revelations. That Burn is all the iniquity mm, out of your spirit. That's essentially those remnants of you going through Jezebel's tower, overcoming that coming out, come out of her, my people. That residue, when you came mm. out, you, that gets burnt out for you to be acceptable to go forward. Uh, you have to get cleaned up. So that's what it is, essentially. All of those uh, moon to Had, Netza, and then into Tiferet. Uh, the, from Netza to Tiferet, I always see like a barrier there, and it's from the father. You know, the, you know when the train is going by and the little red and white thing comes down? I never go from Netza to Tiferet just based on the assumption that I can go because I'm finished with Netza, so can I go to Tiferet? No. This is what you have to understand about righteousness. The sun represents righteousness. Every time you go from Netza to Tiferet, you must have permission from the Father because it's written in the New Testament. And if God permits, we can go on to advanced training and he's referencing righteousness. Advanced training in righteousness is only with God's permission. So you can have the merit, you can overcome the stuff you can have netza completely circumcised in every world even with netza completely circumcised you can only go into tiferet if god permits amen and so that's my prayer every netza god to tiferet. yep i asked for his permission if you permit i can go on to righteousness i can never assume that oh, i'm good enough to go i did what you asked because no self-justification Yep, yep. And if there's anything else he requires of you, uh, some people he might just leave you at Netza and you're not allowed to go into the sun. Why would that happen? I'll tell you. Because God weighs the heart. He can see those who are serious now, but in the future, you get lazy in righteousness. You start, there he goes. You can't complain about it. Mm -hmm. Give you all that witchcraft. Bam. Mm -hmm. Witchcraft doesn't plead your case. So if this irritates mm -hmm. you or offends you, no, that's not me. Like, you're making it worse. You'll likely die just trying if your result if you're going into witchcraft to attack. More humility, the more of the lemon or forehead. Yeah, I know. They don't like that. But it, it's true. It's not good to just fight, oh no, I know. You know. If you humble yourself to the point of I'm not worthy to go into the sun, mm. but Father, if you permit whatever it takes, you know, for me to change, to be allowed into your son. Your tifra, it, there's you can't be As prideful written, about the, it. The humble get exalted, yeah, but the pride fall. 
It right. is written. So acts of humility, mm-hmm. more of the Lamb of God in your heart and your forehead. Acts of humility, um, prophetic acts of humility. That's why we require everyone in the entire mm-hmm. world to register and commit yeah. at rlm.tv because if you can't perform that act of humility, forget ever being sealed with Mother Jerusalem in your mm-hmm. forehead. Like you've literally hardened your heart to death mm-hmm. in the charismatic church and you're doomed to destruction. Right. So if you're on the trajectory that God's not letting you into the sun because he can see the, your future decisions, and you're just going to only walk in righteousness a small amount of time and then go back into wickedness and all that turns to slime and be better if you'd never been born. Uh, and so that's actually, it's better for you to die Obedience is with a little bit bread. of, you know, with a little bit of glory, with a little bit of salvation than to go up higher into realms that tempt you so much that you end up losing your salvation. So that's actually a mercy. And Everything those God, who love Jesus obey yep. his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. They are light. What kind of light? Sunlight. Amen. Holy Spirit sunlight. That's written in Malachi 4. The sun of righteousness rising with healing in his sunlight beams. Mm -hmm. So one thing when Rick Joyner was eaten from the tree of life, the first thought that passed through his mind was sunshine (laughs) and sunset. And when they went inside the mountain in the final quest, the first blue stone had the sun in it. And the angel... Yadavave said that mm-hmm. revelation is a critical revelation for this generation. Mm-hmm. What what's the revelation? The S U N, which is the government of day. We have a Christianity right now that really doesn't even understand the government of the sun and the moon and the stars. It's extremely diaperhood and extremely Jezebelic. So we're going to be restoring to the ancient forms of apostolic foundations of the first 500 years of Christianity before it was polluted by the Klippeth. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that level of witchcraft doesn't actually work on a chaya. So you're literally wasting your, your thoughts and your breath and your emotions. But for those of you, if this is you, and that's kind of where you're at, you're not, gonna, you're not being allowed into the sun because of what you would do if you went higher, Mm-hmm. and lost your salvation or all your works just perished <coughs> or yep. turned to slime. Tested in fire. This is how you can change. You can still change. God's not going to change. God's inclination is always to do the most merciful thing, the most compassionate thing possible. So what's more compassionate? That he allows you to go up and make a mess of your whole life and destroy all your rewards and possibly go to hell or... You die, and then you get a new body, and you resurrect, and you get to enjoy the new heavens and new earth. That's more merciful. Mm. <laughs> I know you don't like to hear it. Father has an eternal perspective. <laughs> it's true, anyhow. But here's how you can change. That doesn't have to be your path. It's dependent on how you change. So if that's where you're at currently, right, because there's multiple timeline options, and these things change depending on, yes, the apostles, but if you're against the apostles or you have those hard places in your heart that you have idolatry, then, you know, anyway, so this is how you can change. You can go to the Father in prayer and pray over your future decisions and timelines and say, if there's something in me that would do the wrong thing going on this path in the future, and that's why I'm not being allowed up or I'm not being allowed in, please grant me the grace because nothing's too hard for you. I believe that you can help me to change. I'm willing. And just pray and ask for the grace for that repentance. For the repentance of this world and the world to come. 
so that you can walk in a higher path, in a higher timeline. You don't have to settle for like, you know, all your old idolatries that you might not have let go of. Choose today. You can choose and change your whole timeline and, and walk in what you were actually supposed to walk in. How does he redeem the times? You go up sapphire stones. But unless you're willing to actually change, you're going to be capped at a certain level and you won't move forward. So it's just how it works. Don't be mad at me. I, I love you. That's why I tell you the truth. I don't want you to be delusional or believe the lies or not understand how you can communicate with God and petition, you know, for you to be able to receive that grace Talking to really spirit change. spirit to spirit. Yep. Angel to gingerbread man. Angel to bread. Guys, let's raise support okay. for the crusade in nine days. 1000 for that. And we need to raise 5000 immediately for the air conditioner that's broken at the Joel's Bar Broadcasting Studio. We already raised the 8000 for the furnace. It was 10 years overdue replacing that. This house is 100 years old where we're broadcasting from. All the furnaces were here when I got it on auction. And the auction started for this condemned crack house in the ghetto for one cent. We ended up closing the auction, getting it for 20000 but it started at one cent. So we got the whole house for twenty grand. It's a pretty good deal. We had to All put right. a couple grand into it to bring it up to code. So, but it was the original furnaces from when it was the old crack house yeah. run by the Crips. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, it should be upgraded. It's is the long overdue <laughs> furnace down there. <laughs> the Crip furnace. True story. Get this Crip furnace out of here. Pookie Dupe OG Crip. That's his furnace down That's there. That's how long That's overdue what's this going. is. Okay. We raised the support to get Pookie Duke's Crip furnace out of here. Now we need the AC. The yeah. AC is ten years old and it's already shot. And the average life spends 10 to 15 years. So it's not a shock or it's not warfare. It's just old, wearing out like a garment, needs to be replaced. And that's what the average <laughs> air conditioner costs for a central air system is $5,000. We need that immediately. It has to be replaced. Plus, we need to raise money for the support of the advancement of RLM TV in Florida. So be on top of the tithes and the the tithes that are coming in, 10% from the faithful frontline soldiers, mm -hmm. this is an offering for the crusade and an offering yeah. for the air conditioner. Hey. In Jesus' name. Got Amen. A, got a little, we got some pop revelation popping, and I'm sure you already understand this, but you should really sew in uh, to the crusade. Obviously, you should sew into the, the primary needs of the apostles and what's going on here in the United States of America. Uh, but you would all you should really consider giving toward the crusade because one of the principles that I found, and many of you have probably already found this if you're still around by now, is giving into something that's really glorious, you're sowing and reaping. So this whole crusade, we just had that revelation tonight. Some of you are saying, Well, about, how do we distinguish your giving? You don't. Yeah. You bring the sacrifice. You don't yeah. have the authority to pick and choose right. where your money goes. That's demonic. Right. The That's Lord Jezebel's rebuke you, tower. Satan. That's Jezebel's tower. You can't control the apostolic with any finances. That's totally evil. Mm -hmm. RLM.tv, donate, yeah. and you give there, and we decide yeah. where it's most needed because that's our government. In Jesus' name, Please understand that because it grieves the spirit a lot when you think you can tell the prophets and apostles, the head of the body, what to do with your sacrifices. That is so far out of the protocol of heavenly Jerusalem, it's evil. 
That's a good guaranteed way to not never launch from Malkut to Yasad is by that kind of behavior. Don't That's breathe iniquity. the Holy yeah. Spirit. Yeah, because you know we have we receive instructions like the Florida, uh, the Florida outpouring of Nishama. Okay, you know the Florida trip, punching a hole in the heavens, all of these things, whatever it is that we're doing, or like Shadrach being brought onto salary, or the five widows that the Holy Spirit mentioned Himself. Yeah. Uh, so like we're this is God's perfectly ministry led with awesome signs, wonders, worldwide for decades of yeah. experience. You and the Academy of Youth have no authority to dictate anything in the Academy of Enoch Metatron. That's absurd. Right. And you need to understand how absurd that is. The holiest thing you could do is lay your offerings down at the needs of the apostolic and the prophetic for the advancement of the kingdom and sit back and watch your sacrifices kick mm -hmm. major butt yeah. in the heavens and in the earth as so many do consistently. And thank you. For bringing sacrifices. I want to read one thing to you. Exodus 22, 20. He who sacrifices to any God other than Yadevave alone shall be put under a ban designated for destruction and ex execution. One more time. Exodus 22, verse 20. This is to anathema those who bring offerings to Christian demons. Exodus 22, 20. He who sacrifices to any god other than yad heh vav -He alone shall be put under a ban designated for destruction and execution in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. And then, uh, so I want to say, uh, as you're giving, where is the, um, do we have the banner? Yeah. The new banner? Because uh, that revelation of Shadrach being appointed in helping on Malkut to get people ready to go cosmic. That's essentially his post. So as we're when we're talking about these spiritual principles, any spiritual principle that we mention today, because I want you to understand how this works, whether it's Malkut going to the top of Malkut to get ready to go and launch and go cosmic if you're trying to overcome the rungs of Malkut, or whether it's getting the every key every time in every Bina of all ten worlds. Any of the spiritual principles that we talked about tonight, when you give on the day of a message, that's good. When you give on the day of a message, I learned this going through the rungs and being a part of Red Lantern Ministries, you know, before I was on staff, when I would tithe, uh, there's the regular tithe. And then when there's a spiritual principle that you say, yes, I need that. I want that. I need that in my life. I need to give into that. You're taking that seed. You sow into it. You start to reap it. And it happens a lot. It happened a lot more quickly than I was even prepared for. Yeah. It happened. That's how do you think it was only three years with zero training other than just, you know, the hints again, Bob Jones left the hints, uh, Apostle John uh, left the hints. And then, um, you know, there's interior castle, there's the prayer stuff, but no one was like, hey, this is how you actually go up. Everything was just about how you receive when it comes down. Or if it was ascension, it was just take your consciousness into heaven. Not overcoming and conquering the second heavens through cosmic angels circumcision on the Kabbalah Sapphire Stone. So much, you guys. The, an oh. the, the angels did such a good job mm -hmm. with Rebecca and I. It's incredible mm -hmm. how much work the angels do and are doing mm -hmm. for those that are going home to their Father in Heaven through mm -hmm. the rungs. The One of the main reasons I made it through the rungs of Malkut which is where you guys are at so quickly, was 
I gave and tithed, but on top of that, whenever Brandon would give a message, and I felt it in my spirit, I need that. Whatever he talked about, he mentioned, I wanna, I need that, that's what I need. You so into it. I would put money. I would say, okay, how much can I give? And how much is a little bit more than that's comfortable? And God would always supply more. And so that's how I started to taste abundance and have that coming back into my life. But I think abundance, it was exciting, but honestly, the spiritual rewards were so insanely strong just from giving, I would start to reap it right away. And I learned that when there's a spiritual principle taught on or preached, when you sow, you start to reap and when you do it cheerfully. And so that's how, you know, it was like a, just a quick three-year trip. It's going to be shorter for you. Again, what would took me three years, we had another student doing six to eight months without falling off and trying to start over again. That's why it took me so long to pioneer and get the, hey, this is the edge, this is the boundary, by the way, you know, don't do this. So listen, and then with Brandon, again, like amazing, 10 minutes, that's it. Revelation 5.12, saying in a loud voice, worthy and deserving is the lamb that was sacrificed to receive power and all riches, wisdom, might, honor, glory, and blessing. The Messiah is pure gold head to toes. Why? Because all nations will give him all their gold and silver and economic buying power to rule over them forever. That, my friends, is called the Messianic Kingdom of Jesus Christ, and it's already begun. Click the links in the description, give generously. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, and the glory, glorious days. Glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days, glorious days in the glory.
From glory to glory From glory to glory Gloria stays in the glory How from glory to glory From glory to glory From glory to glory Gloria stays in the glory A great lifting up Lifting up in the glory, a great lifting up in the glory, a great. Lifting up in something, hallelujah. Three more hours of intensive Hebrew yeah. root word study with a pop quiz at the end. Uh, I'm uh, just uh, kidding. We just wanted to revelate a little bit about the Yachita. Yachita. 
You cheated because you cheated on your test. No, because you received with a mark of a high call. The highest soul. All right. The soul of Adam Kadmon. Ho, ho, ho. Well, a little bit of that and how to get a neshama in here, too. If you study the Hebrew in Isaiah 42.5, you can find the mystery of those who receive the neshama. Saith God, Yadheh Vaveh, that he created, bara, the heavens, shamayim. As we have already explained, this indicates the seven heavens. He that created, bara, the heavens, shamayim. Again, Isaiah 42.5, the heavens, shamayim, the seven heavens. And stretched them out. He that spread forth, Raka, the earth, Erez, earth, Malkut, mm. and that which cometh out of it, Seshashim, mm. come out of it. He that giveth breath, Neshama, unto the people upon it, and spirit, Ruah, to them that walk, Halak, therein. So you could be in Malkut and get Ruah. So you come out of it, the earth, Malkut. And go up to, go up the Shamayim, the seven heavens, to Bara, representing Bina, or the world of Berea. That's what that represents. God gives them a Neshama. That's the mystic interpretation of Isaiah 42.5 with wisdom from experience. We have a lot of spiritual signs and wonders in the natural dimension about the Ruah, Neshama, and Yuchida. Just recently I was ordering some DoorDash. As we have already established, maybe some of you thinking about your Almost DoorDash tonight. Almost as good as Uber Eats. <laughs> but Uber Eats is my favorite, amen? And usually, I think it might have been an Uber Eats. Anyway, everyone knows what DoorDash is. And usually, when we order something like this, the name of the driver will have a prophetic or spiritual meaning related to what we are doing or what we are currently going through. Her name was Chaya. The latest one really got me. The name was Yida, signifying the Yachita. Now, the name Yida means only daughter. And that name meaning was posted online by a user in Florida, USA. Ooh, okay, let that sink in for a moment. Mm. Okay, don't Oh, yeah, the Yachita of Florida. In the Bible, the word for Yachita is Strong's 3173 Yachid which means only, only one, solitary. Now this is going to shift your charismatic numerology to a higher dimension. The first use of that word is in Genesis 22, verse two. Your son, your only son. Now the full spelling of Yachida in the Bible occurs in Judges eleven thirty-four. And Jephthah came to Mizpah unto his house, and behold, his daughter came out to meet him with timbrels and with dances, and she was his only child. Beside her, he had mm, his only child. She came out to meet him with timbrels and dances, and she was his only child. Beside her, he had neither son nor daughter. It's my only one. My only one. You might recognize that other places of the Bible. Now oh, she was my only begotten son, my Yachita Jesus. Now she was his one and only, and some of you will find that in Song of Songs. There's a hint for you. Now she was his one and only. Judges eleven thirty four. <laughs> that is the only occurrence of the full spelling of Yuchida. 
Strong's, he Strong's Hebrew 3173. There are 12 occurrences in the Bible of 3173. One of the occurrences of Strong's 3173 is Yechidati. I know I'm pronouncing this probably completely wrong. Yechidati. Yechidati. <laughs> Sounds kind of almost Italian or something. Obviously. The Yechida Mafia is coming to town, to a town near you. Amen. Let it be so. One of the occurrences. I already knew that. One of the occurrences of that in that uh, in that form, again, is listen to the numerology here. Psalm. Another use of Yechida or that word, one of its various spellings. Psalm twenty-two, verse twenty. So you have two, two, two again. And the NASB from the sword. My only life from the power. Or KJV, from the sword, my darling. So my only life or my darling from the power. And the full verse here in the ESV is deliver my soul, Yichita, from the sword. My precious life from the power of the dog. My precious life from the power of the dog. Deliver my soul from the sword. My precious life, my Yichita. From the power of wild dogs. Amen. NASB 1977 version. Again, you can go on Bible Hub and read all of them. Deliver my soul from the sword, my only life, my Yachita, from the power of the dog. Brenton Septuagint translation. Deliver my soul from the sword, my only begotten one, Yachita, from the power of the dog. Remember the mm. lion versus the dog and the sacrifice? Remember that? Mm-hmm. Contemporary English version. Rescue me, my enemy. Rescue me from my enemy, from, from enemy swords. Unclean accusers. Rescue me from enemy swords and save me from those dogs. Majority Standard dogs Bible. Dogs accusers. Majority Standard Bible. Deliver my soul from the sword, my precious life. Yuchita, from the power of wild dogs. King James, deliver my soul from the sword, my darling. Do you remember? My only one. My darling. My only one. Mm. From the power of the dog. Sword here, deliver my soul from the sword, is Strong's 2719 Cherub. And the first mention of Cherub, that exact 2719. Oh, we love Cherub. Is Genesis 324 and the flaming sword which turned in every way in the cherub and the flaming sword that's strong's 2719 turned to guard and then again it's mentioned in genesis 2740 by your sword shall you live king james deliver my soul from the sword my darling from the power of the dog my soul here is Strong's 5315 Nefesh. Deliver my Nefesh from the sword. My darling, my Yachita, from the power of the dog. Deliver my Nefesh from the cherub, flashing sword, or the sword of Esau in Genesis 2740, which is the second use of the word of cherub Strong's 2719. Now, how many do you know? Have you know that even we're going into the Hebrew root exploration of these words, it's a double-edged sword, which means you have Zotiel guarding the tree of life entrance, flashing sword that you must receive. And then you have deliver my nefesh from who is the cherub of Esau, by whose sword he has to live by? Samael. Amen. 
So you have to use wisdom and not cowardice in interpreting the scriptures. Amen. Which is the second use of the word cherub strong, 2719, the sword. And that word is for sword, what that cherub. Some of the sound, the spelling it out in Hebrew is Harbeka or Charbeka, which sounds like a Pokemon and also slightly like my name, which I thought was really interesting and also kind of can it was it was strange. It was a strange feeling. Like Char- Charmander was like Charbeka. I was like, well, is that my hashtag goals? It did. I was like, can I become a Charizard? That's my only question. Yes, yes, you can become a Charizard. Got to catch them all. Got to go through all the rungs. And anyway, so Pokemon. This is the Pokemon prophecies. I had the Holy Spirit as a faceless man of fire at my right hand, showing me interesting things with Pokemon. It had to do with stars in the sands and ascension and the cosmic inheritance of the sons of God. So those prophecies and GTs that you've been sharing are very interesting to me. Okay. And, you know, God, he likes plays on words. He likes poetry. It's just part of his personality. His personality. That's what he likes to do. Some of the things he likes to do. Harbeka or Charbeka is also used in Psalm 43. Gird your sword, Charbeka. <laughs> kind of sounds like Chewbacca, too. Get this Gird your Chewbacca! Out of my way. Gird your Chewbacca! It is written. I need the t-shirt. Okay, your majesty. Here, Psalm 45.3. Gird your Chewbacca or gird your Charmander. Gird your Charizard. Gird your Charbeca. Okay, all right. Okay, we've had enough. Gird your Our sword. Last hope. Uh, are you, is anyone even still watching after this? Okay. We are if the you rebellion are, God against you. the empire. We are the rebellion. Amen. That's what I'm... Without the Chewbacca family, Yoda would have died, probably. All right. The walking carpet. Gird your Chewbacca upon your thigh. <laughs> that sounds strange. <laughs> kind of religious practice. Yoda's Notice. a good friend of the Chewbacca's. Yeah. Amen. He has a covenant with them. That's the thigh. Notice this is... So, gird your sword, Chewbacca, upon your thigh. Notice that this is the sixth engraving of the engravings given to champions who rise in the sapphire stones. Mighty one, right, because it makes sense, because the whole allegorical Charizard word, if we're going for the dragon realm, the seraphim realm is the realm of Berea, which is the sixth world, and the sixth engraving is a tattoo on your thigh, which is a covenant with God, which is faithful and true, is the writer whose eyes blaze like fire, and it says written on his thigh, is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So you have a covenant with him. That's the sixth engraving, and it does emanate Shekinah continuously. Amen. And it helps protect you from all the netzes that yeah. are not from God. Okay. All right. Your thigh. Notice this is the sixth engraving. Uh, gird your sword upon your thigh, upon that engraving of the sixth uh, world of Berea. From completion there. And given to the champions who rise in the sapphire stones, Mighty one with your glory, Hodka. Hodka. So that's having to do with Hod, right? That's the other side. So that covers the right and the left thigh. Your and your majesty. Amen. The next night, my driver's name meant the wife of Thor is a beautiful goddess. Now that is Thor representing the god of thunder. There was all the stuff about thunder, and then without mentioning this to anyone <laughs> online. We had, I think it was Brother Jacques said, the Holy Spirit told me to watch this Thor movie, and it was all about, like, the tree of life, and 
That exact scene that he shared was one that I shared while I was where he's at on Sapphire Stones learning Kabbalah in secret, by the way. Exact same scene. That was pretty cool. That's good. It's so you're good. You're on track. I know you have your homework. You need to get on the moon by the end of this week. Amen? Bam. Amen. Go up. All right. The next night. Okay, so that's that's the driver's name. Meant that. Okay. Psalm 29. A psalm of David that says, The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. One of the uses of the word thunders here is Strong 7481, and that's a fun study. But what's important about that thundering is the thundering of his Geverot make straight the crooked ways in our heart. That is the sapphire stone path. It goes from crooked to straight at the thundering of his Geverot. Amen. Have a great night. Peace.